it says David is recording the call now. So hello and welcome <laughs> to uh, my fancy Zamboni podcast for anybody listening on, on Spotify. For anybody who's not, um, you've probably just listened to us talk rubbish for the last 30 seconds. Um, it's good prep for the rest of the podcast, in fairness. I mean, you're not wrong. It's <laughs> starting as we mean to go on or what. Um, one thing that we must say straight away is apologies for being late. Uh, Dave actually lost the piece of paper that we wrote the team on previously. And given that part of the agenda is to d- discuss said team further, given the technical difficulties last time, uh, that had to be located. But we found the knowledge and we have it so we can proceed with tonight's episode. So when he says lost, it's in the room that the podcast was done in. I just can't physically locate the piece of paper. I know it's room. It's just I can't physically put my hand on it. So you, you can you can tell me it's lost, Joe. I, I don't care. My, my field's barren. I've got the information. We can rock and roll with this with episode tonight, mate. That's what we like to hear, mate. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> um, we'll front load before we introduce everybody and say hello. Um, that apparently, we have now developed some kind of drinking game, and we would like everybody to, to partake in this drinking game. Um, so, yeah, apparently every time I say, to be fair, is the time that you would have a drink. We'll let you guys decide any more rules, and please tell me if anybody else says anything frequently, because I would like to reciprocate the, the, the abuse that I'm getting for saying, to be fair, all the time. Although erm um, doesn't count. Erm um, doesn't count. Yeah. Let's, 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 no, let's quantify the rule of erm um, doesn't count. I feel a bit like. Have you seen How I Met Your Mother? No, I haven't. Uh, and they make a drinking game out of Robin, who's a, a news pro- broadcaster, for every time she says, but, uh, but, um. And then she finds out about it. So literally, she says, but, um, every other sentence, and everybody's just plastered. Is it when they just shout, but, um. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, we are joined by a full roster. As you can see, if you're watching live, um, apologies, it might be in a bit of a weird format because I've just suddenly realised that it's all a bit weird. Um, yeah, so Dave, hello. We'll say hello to you first. Oh, How are we? I'm not too bad, thank you. Um, you say, do we have to? Yeah, we do have to. Uh, if all's, all's fair, considering um should actually have been myself, Andy, and uh, should have been with Gareth in Manchester getting ready for uh, the World Championships, but uh, Wuhan uh, said otherwise. Um, that would have been tonight. Uh, but apart from that, all's well. Out of office is on. So, nice long weekend. Doing nothing. Um, you still got two weeks off, or have you managed to, like... Oh, no, I, I've pulled, a, like, a, ten of them days back. So, I've I've kind of, like, and through X, Y, and Z at our work, just so that we don't disclose... Um, company uh, information um, I'm going to have a shed load of holiday left to use um, uh, come the end of the year so I think we're on about once borders open going off to Prague again um, hence the shirt tonight um, nothing to do with the uh, the scenery in the uh, local breweries honestly Fair play. We will point that out. We are we all decided to wear jerseys today so I will, I'll say that as we go through the introduction so Dave do you want to show us your jersey or we can see yeah, the shoulder um, I'll just stand up a little bit. Uh, Sparta Prague, a bit blurred because I've got the blurred set on, but uh, um, this season's, um, because they changed the colour, they're, they're crafty in that respect. They, it's the same, literally the same eye outlet, just the colour changes every year. Brilliant. So uh, this is my... Uh, Not dissimilar to some EIHL teams. That, that, all, that all depends on the provider of the shirts. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, so my entry is the Sparta Praha jersey. Fair play, and what are we drinking tonight? Um, we are on Arthur's Finest. Fair play, fair play. Um, 
So yeah. So, so we move on. Andy, how are we? How is how is one today? Uh, apart from quite tired, not bad. Thank you. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. It's, it's this long weekend thing, even though I, I don't have tomorrow off. It's this long weekend. Um, Friday, bank holiday Friday. How bizarre is that Ooh, to say? Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? Massively. Have you got tomorrow off as well then, Andy? With it, or did you did you pull that day back as well? Uh, pull a day back. Uh, obviously, bank holiday Friday. So, yeah, just thought pretty, pretty much enough. So Sounds good. What jersey are we sporting today? Um... <laughs> I couldn't decide between seven. Uh, it was between this one and... Well, did Lane Goodman have a jersey? Seven, <laughs> yes, he did. He had seven. Um, yep. Wasn't that who you were going to see that you bought tickets for when we were in uh, Copenhagen? <laughs> was actually, yeah. <laughs> Got to wait another year for that, probably. Um, yeah, I couldn't decide between this one and uh, a London CHL one, but I thought it'd be a bit different. Strange colour scheme, but I think it works pretty well. The uh, pale pale yellow and it is uh, Geneve Savet. very nice very nice and what are we drinking today Magnus dark fruit good choice good choice uh, and then we move over to the toothless wonder Gref how are we how are you today are you um, okay pretty good thanks I mean as Dave mentioned should really be in a hotel right now having a few babies but we've highlighted otherwise I do like the fact that the picture behind you is like it serves two purposes it's because a it demonstrates the feeling of of the coach but b it demonstrates the feelings of yourself that you're not getting ready to head out to switzerland so it's kind of like a two birds one stone moment yeah but france will always be in 1a for another year well that's true and also riga and minsk <laughs> from eight pound a pint to one pound fifty a pint um you know, thank you, China. All of the other the measurements on how uh, you should gauge where you go, not just the alcohol prices, just to quantify. Three quid for chicken nuggets instead of £12.50 from McDonald's. Oh, big saving. <laughs> it's like three Happy Meals there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. And what jersey are we wearing, Gref? I think, I think yours is probably I, uh, the most obvious. Yeah, I'm spotting the GB jersey. You are? As well as drinking pink gin. Pink gin. Pink gin. Looks pink. <laughs> I thought it was water. I, <laughs> I could have well. sworn he was drinking it, water. It does look more clear through than any colour. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm wearing uh, the Sheffield Bears uni ice hockey team jersey. Um, key reason being, today is the simulated first team varsity game because uh, obviously the varsity wasn't able to go ahead I couldn't find my Hallam jersey uh, so I stuck with the uni um, team as a whole the one thing I'm not happy with is I'm going to be watching the simulated version of the varsity game wearing uni of colours I'm not very impressed with that and all we'll say on that is I'd rather be a poly I'll let you fill in the rest can confirm uh, and I am drinking a mixture of, uh, of dark fruit but as we're on a podcast a hockey podcast feel it's only right to at some point start drinking Pink Whitney. I'm not going to put on a Boston accent and say this episode is brought yeah, to you by... please don't. I've done it once before we went on air. It's not ending it's well. twice. That's totally the reason. It's copyright issues, Andy. That's all it is. That's the reason it's not happening. It's totally not because my Boston accent's terrible. Once, twice, three times is awful. I like that. We could have that as a new theme tune. No, because that would be even worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we, we will now that we've 
brainstormed before coming back on uh, and actually figured out what team we came up with last week. Uh, we will go on to that. Again, apologies for last week if, if anybody listening was, was watching then as well. Uh, we did have some, some bad tech issues. My internet was basically out all night after that. Um, it, it was an issue with Sky as a whole, I think. Um, we were looking on Twitter, quite ironically, um, and they were basically just saying, no, it's, they were just saying it's, it's out in certain areas. So that was that was us done. So I managed to go on a hotspot for a little bit if you managed to hang around for that. But uh, yeah, apologies for that. Um, but gents, yeah, recap of, of the last team. Dave, do you want to just go through the team as if you've actually had the piece of paper in front of you? Or well, how, how do you want to... just so it? happens. Um, so uh, we... I made earlier. <laughs> so in goal, we have gone as a definite pick, Ben Bounds. And then our... As it turned out, our final selection uh, was one of CJ Mott or Matt Jim. Defence, we um, nailed down our six. It was Gleason Forney, Marek Chonsinski, uh, Mark Matheson, Kevin Rain, Sam Jardine and Mark Richardson. Forwards, we had Sam Hare, Brendan Colley, Luke Ferrara, Joey Haddad, uh, Kokoran from Coventry, Valorand, uh, Kevin DeFore, uh, Bobby Farnham, Tanner Ebele, Ross Venus, Sir Ben Davis, um, Jared Oline, and Jonathan Phillips. Sir Jonathan Phillips. <sighs> Lord Phillips. Well, you know. Well, by that he's, class, he's mate. Can ben we go with King? The King of Sheffield? Yeah. Well, that's you are. Matt Roy. He's good. Is that right? Brilliant. Brilliant. So, I mean, gents, we, we resolved all of our issues in terms of players last week, uh, other than goalies. Um, we had a bit of a jiggle around, I think, didn't we, in terms of Brit Demon and Brit Forwards, and that's how we, how we came to the conclusion. Um, but goalie-wise, obviously, as Dave's already said, Ben Bounds was the goalie that we had uh, firmly confirmed as, as having a slot on our team. Um, congratulations to him. Uh, he's, he's currently sat backstage somewhere waiting to receive his my fancy Zamboni hat like on draft day um, <laughs> and um, the two goalies that we were deciding between as, as Dave said was CJ Mott and Matt Jin. I did put a poll out on Twitter and Facebook earlier it didn't have a great deal of um, of time to air so I don't actually know what the results of those were um, I think Facebook was an even split if you took into account the fact that I would have also voted CJ Mott but I couldn't actually vote um, let's have a look. Oh, actually, no, no. Matt Jin got Matt Jin got more got more votes in the end. So Matt Jin is the Facebook uh, people's choice. So congratulations to that. We'll at the least right have choice, a, a, a Facebook people's choice. Well, yeah, I can see that you you two voted for it, and Dave voted for CJ Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Twitter. Apologies, I should have got this up before I was. Well, um, let's remember these are the same people that we allowed to make big choices over the last four years. We're not going to the topics, but we know how bad they've gone. No wonder they're voting for Matt Jin. I Sorry. mean, rest drinking pink gin, so I'm seeing some kind of conspiracy going on here. Absolutely. Um, and no, the, the Twitter... The Twitter <laughs> if sheer, you were, I'd be concerned. The Twitter people went the correct way, which is the way of CJ Mott. Um, oh. I mean, votes were pretty even on both sides, to be fair, so it doesn't really help us in the slightest. Uh, and we're a 50-50 split, gent, so it's, it's time to come down to the crunch and make a decision here. Gin. Gin. CJ Mott. <laughs> Should we just have a spare import? Do you know what? I'll I'll text um, Jin as a spare import goalie. 
I'll take that. Should we make this easier? Can we take out an import D-man or forward, put in a Brit forward or D-man, and then just have two imports? <laughs> no, just have, just have Matt Judy's year, spare import goalie. Want to have a spare equipment manager while you're going at it? Yeah, why not? This is our team. We can pick who the hell we want. I'm liking the fact that, Dave, that there was no pushback to the fact that we're having Matt Gin as the spare import goalie and not CJ Mott as the spare import goalie. Um, so I think that's... Yeah, what, I think, I think if, won, that, if my cards have been put on the table, you know, I might as well. But well, what, team is fine. Why are we saying Gin rather than Mott? I'm just, just out of interest. I'm just, just to formulate some kind of debate rather than us just sitting here for the next 10 minutes going, Gin, <laughs> Just, names, just throw Gin, names in. I, I said last week, I'll say again, I felt as much as Jim were superb for Manchester and he got the podcast MVP, I felt in terms of goalie specific, uh, Mark not only got percentage-wise more wins uh, for his team than, than Jim did, and if you balance it, if you kind of did the same number of games, he would have still had that, you know, he was, he was around 60% win ratio. I think Jim was around 55 off the top of my head. Um and I just felt he came into commentary and t- turned around. He gave them that backbone that made them that started their curve upwards to being a very dangerous team, and that not one team would have wanted to face him in the playoffs should the season have carried on. And I don't think Jim would have had that same effect on his team that then Mott did for his team. So that's why I've gone Mott. That that's kind of a, a similar a route to where I went. We'll go with we'll go with the Mott arguments and then the Gin arguments because then I think that we we've got two sides. Then I, I think for me, you look at Gin without a doubt carried his team for a large proportion of the season, and the fact that Graf's nodded in his head shows you how much of a job he did because they managed to finish just above the playoff line and he carried their team for a lot of the season. So you know, a big fair play to them. But the thing for me is Coventry were in a similar position at one point. Coventry were in that kind of mid-to-bottom table, fighting it out kind of position. All of a sudden, CJ Mott comes in and actually add five games extra onto the season. You might have had them down as the team that could have won the league. Might. That's a, that's a long shot, but they were certainly in the mix and they weren't even by far in the mix at the start of the season. And there's only really one discernible change that they had, which was to get rid of Jamie Phillips and bring in CJ Mott. And I think that change shows you just how good a job he did. And I know he didn't play a full season, but also if you look at the stats in terms of goalies across the league, across history, he's actually in like the top five or something. Like I don't have the stats in front of me, but when I looked last week, he was in like the top five or 10 goalies in like goals against and save percentage, which is just, again, like a, another reason for me that just shows you the caliber of goalie that he was. No, I think that's a fair comment to give and why you'd pick him. For me, picking Jim, obviously, I want another Manchester boy in the team. It's a fair one. I mean, you've got your Sheffield lads, so I want another Manchester one. But they earned their spot. Other teams are available. So did Arlen. Just kind of price. Alone, boy. Yeah, but to be fair, we were all in for all in. As always. Uh, Apart from obviously, yeah, carried out and carried us through pretty much the whole season. Would have got us in the playoffs. I could have rubbed that in your face, Joe. <laughs> someone from Wuhan, though. It's just another year, mate. That's all it is. I've got to say, with the league being cancelled, it is an- another year, mate. That makes me sound like 
I'm a, a Liverpool fan or something. There's always next year. <laughs> Could be your year. To be fair, the year bit last year you, you had a decent run. You come like second last year. No, three two two years ago. Two years ago. That's yeah. yeah. I, I, Cardiff's I first league title. That's, it's like that's a terrible December time, and then we picked it up again. Fair play. I mean, let's have a look. Where is it? Oh, that's just on games played. That's not helpful. I'm trying to get these stats back up that I found the other day, and literally all it's done is sorted it in games played. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like, that's really not helpful. You're uh, pretty much only saying it on like, what could be if you played more games. Who's to say he didn't go on like a stinker and played 10 games where he got like five past him or six past him? It's true. I mean, it's true, but I, I, I think he played personally. I think he played enough to justify him being on the list. I don't, I, you know, he wasn't like miles and miles and miles away from the list. Um, oh, no, no he, wasn't far, he wasn't far away from the list. He was definitely on it. From like, uh, hmm. sorry, no, 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 through people like nominating him. I mean, I can see why he got nominated on the elite leagues as well. Hmm. I think it's a difficult one, guys. We're back to ourselves in a corner a little bit here because it's it's difficult. Andy, what 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 arguments have you got for Jin? Simple from what I said last week, you know, just is I think it, it makes a massive difference when you play more games and you you know you've been there since the start, and that's been there about what three four years now, in Manchester. So you know, for me, I I think he's improved year on year and. Uh, this season was probably his best for me, and just he's he's got better save percentage, but better you know sort of stats in those more games that he's played than than uh, Mott. And I think no, you can't take away from what Mott's done, but he has come through halfway through the season, and I think you know it it does make a massive difference when you play the longer stretch playing games and than not. So that's my argument. It's difficult. I genuinely don't even know what to suggest with this. I say, and uh, he's only been playing for us for this was his second season, just gone. Is that all? Yep. So I, I, thought thought it was it, I thought it was his third season. But I'll, I'll obviously go and, and bow down to the knowledge from the Manchester fan. Well, we have Clemente for two seasons. Yeah, he did. Oh, well, yeah. I can't find the stats that I found last time round. It's really annoying me. Because um, it actually showed you where he where he came in comparison, but he's, he's, they're just not there. <laughs> so we'll forget about those. What what are we saying then, gents? Well, we need to we need to make a decision. I think we need to we need to pick one. I, I've I've put my suggestion forward. We pick Mott Jins as a spare input goalie, and I think that would I I could live with that very comfortably. I could live with that. I, I, I mean, I have no issues with that. I mean, to me, if we're saying that Mott's the starter and Jin's the spare import, then we were essentially saying that Jin, Mott would be the person that we pick. That's that's my only issue with that. We, he's not, we're not really coming to an, to an agreement. They play, both play half games. Is that half games like Ben Bounds and Jackson Whistle, or is that half games like 50-50? 50-50. <laughs> I see if you guys are happy for that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that. 
We happy, I'm gents? Ready. I'm definitely good with that. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Sound. So we'll go with that then. Um, now do we have to? What, what's next? Do we, do we put them into lines? Is that is that is that what we said? I can't yeah, remember. why not? Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, do you want to read them out and and go through so, there? I mean, I don't have them written down, so it might be so a bit difficult. We'll, we'll go through the defence then. Um, Gleason Fournier, uh, Marek Chantinsky, uh, Mark Matheson, Kevin Rain, Sam Jardine, and Mark Richardson. I mean, Gleason Fournier is obviously going to be on first line. With, in my mind, with Chantinsky. I think them two speak for themselves as a, as a top line. In my any, any variance? Any anybody got any other suggestions? My only other suggestion for that would be Mark Matheson, just because he's a because of the vision that he's got and the creativity that Fournier's got could put together to make quite a nice double. I, I see the point, um, but percentage game points wise, Transinsky was up there with um, Matheson this year in terms of he, points. Scored, and it was also his high season of, of points production. True, and with a bigger plus minus, which as a defender compared to the forwards is, is a bigger stat. I, I'd say I'd be happy to go with it. That's the only other one that I could really throw in the mix. And anybody else that I would I would say second or third line. I think the only one that I would possibly vary on is is that. But my first thought was Tronchinski on that first line with Vornier. So that's that's not me by any means um, disagreeing. So if we say, everybody happy, Fournier and, um, and Trondzinski? The only other thing I'd probably say on that would be put Richie on there. They both play in Cardiff. Then you've got three lines of D that we're all going to have scoring for it. Isn't Richie more of a stay-at-home D as well? He yeah. is. And I, I would have, I know we'll, we'll go on to that, but I would have, on that based argument, I would have gone put him with uh, Sam Jardine. For that very same reason that they both played for the same team, so they'll have that. You can see because when they're playing for Cardiff, it's always Fournier and Richer, because obviously Fournier is more of an attacking D man. And Richie's always stay at home. I don't know what to say on this. I, I genuinely <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure. I can't, who were the other D men that we had? Uh, Mark Matheson, Kevin Rain, uh, Mark Richardson, and Sam Jardine. So Sam Jardine's not. I'd say he's more of a two-way D man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's particularly. I can't remember what his point output was. I mean, I wouldn't say he's fully forward. Do you know, like Did like, like Lee Fournier, he's like a full offensive defenseman. Like, there's no, there's no doubt in that. I can't remember what Sam Jardine's. Um, is it Jardine or Jardine? I don't know. I'm conscious that I kind of keep switching between. Um, we'll just do both, just to keep balance. Bit of Sam's column A, bit of column B. So Jardine, I suppose, doesn't it? If he's yeah, like in America, he's 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 Bob Candy. He's, he's probably one, one sort of pronunciation, but here it's a different one. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, I'd love to hear a Canadian come on go Sam Jardine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, fifteen points for Jardine though, like forty-five games. So he's, he is more of a defensive demon. So I, I guess you, you've got a similar argument, but I mean, if you if they play on the line together, then. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. 
I would say whoever doesn't end up, if 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 Jardine, if we go with Tronchinsky, I would say Jardine or Richie end up on a line with Tronchinsky, just for the reason of like chemistry between. But then also you got chemi- not chemistry between, sorry, offensive D man and like stay at home D man. But then flip side is like you've said, Dave, you've got two players that play for Cardiff there. Hmm. We didn't really think this through when we said two lines, did we, Jens? Well, I have, but I've changed my mind about two because I've also been thinking, would you then put Richardson on the second line with Tronsinski and actually boot um, Kevin Rain to go with Fournier um, as just something to uh, to mix it up? Was Kevin Rain not also in our mix for top D-man as well? I, I think he was. he was, yes. Thanks, so part of me is thinking, like, we've already acknowledged he's, he's, he's right to be on that first line. Plus in 14, fair, 12 points in 39 games. In fairness, I think all six of them yeah, yeah, true, have yeah. the right to be on the first line as much as the third line. And as I said, you could actually you could produce just line 1A, line 1B, line 1C. They would be equally good first lines on any team. Yeah. So what are we saying? Because we've now had Matheson, Richie, Jardine and Kevin Rain on that D-line. I wouldn't Luke have Rain just simple. I don't think he's had quite a good a season as he, as he did last. Did he get injured? I'm just looking at his number of... I can't remember how many games we've played this season. Actually, it's quite I think he did get injured. I think we'd have to ask Joe about the one. She's in the chat anyway. <laughs> Joe, did, uh, did, uh, did, uh, did Kevin Rain get injured? <laughs> Wait for that one. Um, oh, Rain had a better season. He had concussion. There we go, then he was kind of injured then. <laughs> Phil. It's difficult. As I say, it's difficult. What, what's the one player that we're not considering? I can't even think who we've, who we've not said. Or we've, not, we've considered we've, everybody. We've not had an argument for Matheson on the top line. But I bet there's plenty of arguments. I literally started by saying Matheson. Did you start Matheson? <laughs> I, thought, I, thought you went, no, I thought you joined on, with my argument of um, Fournier and Tronczynski. No, I said I was agree. I, 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 Tronczynski was my first thought. But I thought Matheson would be a good so pairing because he's, because he's got a, a good vision. But to be fair, I think Matheson Sorry, is... I apologise, yes, you did. No, no, you're right. I'll let you off this once. Um... This once. <laughs> yeah. um... I think Matheson... I mean, Matheson's more forward again, isn't it? So we've got... To be fair, we've got... Ah, we've got... <laughs> we've got three offensive defencemen, I would say. Sorry if you can hear the dog crying, by the way. Um, we've got three offensive defencemen and three defensive defencemen, I think, there. So I think as best bet is probably... To put one on each line and then one on each line. Yeah. But the question then is which way do we go? Because you've got Matheson, Fournier and Tronchinsky. And then you've got Jardine, Rain, and the other one. Somebody help me out. <laughs> to the one. Richie, Richie, Richie. Ah. Um, I'm, I'm. If we go that way, then there's only one way that we can have two Cardiff boys on the same line. 
And I think in terms of chemistry, that might be a more agreeable thing to do. Fournier and Rich. You go Fournier and Richie? Fournier and Richie. I've, I've, I've changed my lines now. Uh, so I'd go Fournier and Richie. And following the argument of chemistry, um, I'd go Tron and Jardine. And then I'd go Matheson and Rain. But I think mine's more, like I said, 1A, B and C. I was going like to say, one, that's two, not three. a 1, 2 and 3, is it? That's it's just not. Like... There's, no, there's, there's no way you could have like a line 3, as tradition would say. I mean, there are some pretty strong lines. See, I'd like to see Rain play on a line with Tron. You just want Rain in Sheffield, though. I want Rain in Sheffield, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, like... <laughs> I'd like I would I genuinely would like to see him on a, on a line with Trump. But if you guys are happy with with those suggested lines, to be fair, I can come up with an argument for all of them, and we could sit here and argue them all day. And then someone's internet will go off. And then yeah. my internet will go off. <laughs> um... There's one this one other thing that I would say: Tronchinsky can hold his own in terms of the physicality side of things. He's a big body. He'll throw his body in there. He'll make the hits. You know, he, he didn't show the willing to drop the gloves per se, but he was, he was kind of there on the on on the edge a couple of times when when needed. And I think you would say the same thing about Rain. Is that he would also be a guy that you know would throw. He throws the hits. He's he's a big body. He's a guy that would be willing to drop the gloves if he needs to. I probably wouldn't say the same thing for Jardine or or. Um, I keep forgetting who's Richie. I would say Richie would drop the gloves either. Did Kevin Ring drop the gloves for Belfast in the CHL against Liberec? He did. I yeah. can't remember. Yeah, he did. I know there was one who dropped. I couldn't remember if it was Rain or someone else. In the the slap shot style game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I to be fair, I'd happily go with what you said there, Dave. Because for that reason, you've then got a big body on your second and third line. So. You know, so we'll go with that. Having them both on second we'll line. Yeah, I'm happy with that. This is the next bit that's going to be fun. To be fair, some of these are more self-explanatory than oh, others. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I don't even realise I'm doing it. I genuinely don't. <laughs> like, there's like three in that whole defensive passage that you, Gref and Andy missed out on. You catchphrase you've got. <laughs> Can I just say that, that we never ever realised how much I said it. It wasn't even because of anybody saying it about me. It was a completely separate context and then it just happened to apply. That, that's literally the only reason it was noticed. It's like, it's like the stars aligned there, weren't it? It is. Now it's so, tradition. And you don't mess with tradition. That is true. That is true. We, we can all agree on that. <laughs> so, um, forwards. Um, First line, Sam Hur. Yeah. Um, Brendan Connolly. Now. Come on, Joe. I'd have Valorand as my third forward on that line. I'd have I'd have Connolly, Hur, and Valorand solely because of the chemistry between Valorand and Connolly. And you'd keep you put uh, Kokoran with Ferrara. Memory says right. Yes, same reason. Yeah, same reason. What I will say is we haven't necessarily fabricated these lines based on who's a centre and who's a, a winger. So we may end up with a couple of centres on one line. So I think hey, isn't is her is her a centre? No, he, um, no, no. Her Connolly Ferrara. 
Yeah, that would actually Connolly would be a centre. For uh, Hare was right ring, for our left ring. I said Valorant, but no, it's, no, sorry. So I'm saying that one, and Valorant was also the same. I've yeah. got them next yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah. That's why. Um, so it was right, but uh, so we'll agree to disagree. Well, you know. So we're, we're, we're saying that them five are in the position. Gref, Andy, what do you reckon? Would you have that line of her Connolly Valley? Um, sorry, Valorant. Don't want to be uh, accused of bias. Other well, nicknames are available. Um, yeah, I'd definitely go with that. I mean, I think you saw the chemistry between Connolly and Valley in the Challenge Cup. Yes, we did. some variation, doesn't it? The Manchester fan calling him Valley. That's... Well, you gained yourself some brownie points there. Well, we we did see that goal, didn't we? I mean, you might have had a few. I think we had less on the cup final than we did on the Friday. I can't remember. (laughs) I I won't be able to tell you. Just a a whole blur. Do you remember playing Zorb football? No. Yeah, that was uh, that. That weekend alone would be enough for a podcast. Um, a few. Can you imagine if we like live streamed that that weekend? <laughs> no, not at all. Um, whatever shreds of dignity we have, it's definitely gone. Um, running across the uh, running across the pavement at Cardiff Bay, so that we get a table at Wetherspoons to order breakfast <laughs> at eleven fifty nine. It's like I remember on the uh, Saturday, just waking up and I, I saw a few brews on, on my legs. I was like. Where they come from? Yeah, that's the <laughs> yeah. football. Just couldn't remember. So, it. But uh, so yeah, no value. Um, can really work well on the goal. So yeah, the chemistry would work, and I think Hale would really complement that line. Um, so I'm happy with that as a first line. Chance, I know. Yeah, Jones. me too. Yeah, yeah, okay. sounds good. So line two, Kukorin, Ferrara. Again, same thing with chemistry. Yeah, put a bro there. Yeah. yeah, I I'd put her dad in here. Mm. Remind me of who the other six are that we've got. Uh, so, you've got... <laughs> I've just seen one of the comments and uh, someone passing uh, praise on... Uh, yeah, uh, hi, Tom. Um, so, you've got Ebele, you've got Ross Venus, you've got Sir Ben Davis, you've got Kevin DeFore, Bobby Farnham, Jared Orlean, and um, King Jonathan Phillips. We'll upgrade him from, from Lord to King. Can I just make the suggestion now, just to kind of eliminate a couple, that we put Jonathan Phillips and Ben Davies on a line together? Because we know what they do when they link up together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that happens. That happens. Yeah, exactly that. Oh, sugar. Graf, you know your headphones? Mm-hmm. It looks like E.T.'s finger when he... Was it E.T. for her... <laughs> The thing is, though, I can take the light off. That's better. Um, I was wondering where on earth that was going. Well, Fortunately, Joe didn't put there in case of any language that would be unsuitable for under 18, so we have to really uh, rein that in. We do, we do. That was not strategic at all. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Don't I own a pen to write players? No, I don't. This is this is why Dave's here. Yeah, I've only got that use here. Can I can I just point out, by the way, that I don't I, I have a pen and a pad to write my 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 agenda down. However, I have about three computers on the go to stream, get the call, 
and then watch the simulated version of Hallam Varsity, but um, it's not working. Not very happy. You'll live. Um, so you've got taking them out. You've got Farnham. I'd possibly put Farnham you've got Hadad, on that you've bottom got, line. You've got Haddad, Farnham, Defoe, all in, Emily, all in all and in. Venus. So with that, we also have a spare um, forward, and it's not the goat. I kind of don't want to say Venus on that line with with them. We've got a spare forward. If I've done my one, two, three, four, five, one, two, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, I've got thirteen forwards. Well, that's not good. <laughs> so does that mean we also have to eliminate a forward while we're doing this? Oh, we just have this. Like Did just someone be a healthy scratch? He can sit with Jin in the stands. He can do the he can do the media work with Jin. Whoever that media. Let's yeah. not talk about media yet. That's further yes. down on the agenda. Hold my bet. Save the juicy bits <laughs> till last. Um, Craig has actually suggested in the comments, and this is a good point to point this out, actually. If you have any um, disagreements with us or you want to get your um, your two-pen in, then uh, feel free to, to put some comments in. Um, we are reading them generally as we go along. Um, so, yeah, pop them through in the comments. That's fine. Um, Craig says Farnham, Haddad and Eberle together. Which actually, I was thinking of Farnham on the, that bottom line, just as a a bit of size on that bo- bottom line. But to be fair, that sounds pretty good. I think that could work. That sounds like a gritty line. That nobody said, nobody drank them, because I actually intentionally said to be fair. No, we'll do it now. So you could have your third line of Eberle. No, so we, could, we could go with that. Eberle, I, I'd, Farnham. I'd happily go with that. My only issue with that is that then leaves Phillips, Davies and Venus, does it not? We've also got... Um, Farnham. You've got... So, far, so we're seeing the third line, Farnham, oh, okay. Haddad, Eberle. Are we all happy with that? I mean, I, I'm, that sounds good to me, to be fair. Yep. Oh, did you know it's Martin Brodeur's birthday today? Yeah, happy birthday. 48. You were brought in here to stop barking. This isn't going to go well. Those jerseys are pretty accurate, aren't they? On that stream. I apologise, but this is the only way I can shut him up. You'll probably get more viewers. Say hello to the world, Yogi. So where would you put Venus? In the stands. No, I'm joking. Um, I, I don't know. See, he has to play on the big quota. That's, that's the thing. You could go for the uh, the indigenous line. Um, I wouldn't. I, I genuinely wouldn't. I, I would either. Um, but in fairness... You could put him on the second line. He may not be a second line player per se, and that's no disrespect to him. However, with Ken. two of the Coventry players, the chemistry, 
That's not a bad point, actually. A full Coventry line. Yeah. I think that's where he's got his points from as well this season. Let, let's stick out the second line in Burberry. Let's go for it. Go with that. Happy with that. All right, mister. So, it's then Dufour or Orlin for that last spot. Um, I am all in for Dufour on that one. Apologies, but... Well, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's, go, let's go with the homeboy. Gref. I know who you're going for, so give us an argument for him. All in. This is the point where he gives you an argument for Defoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Surprises the masses. <laughs> Looking point-wise, it's probably going to be Defoe. Point-wise. And ironically, well, like, everybody's jaws just hit the floor. Well, like <laughs> That was terrible. I apologize. I, I thought the, the room just got very warm there. Wow, oh my God. I'd probably say like, skill-wise and somewhat for like the community and <laughs> yeah, Joe, do that. <laughs> yeah, just get, just get out of the way. Just do it. What am I supposed to say? Hello, Mr. Hello, Mr. Bond. I've been expecting you. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Bond. I've been expecting you. That was terrible, and we're going to leave that there. <laughs> we will do it. Either Can I just say he's instantly gone to sleep? Probably like, he's actually like he's lost all function in his limbs. He's just like laying on my arm. Um, where so, were we? To four. To four. That's it. To four. All in. Or all in. Are we all in for all in, or are we all in for to four? All in for to four. For me. Gref. Three v one then. Why? What are you? Are you? Are you all in? Yep. You literally just said that the points go to DeFore. I said, yeah, points scored wise, I think you've probably got more, but skill on the ice, I'd say he's all in. It's difficult. It's difficult. Uh, see, I, I I'd probably lean towards all in. And not just to keep the bank boy happy. I, I, they're both good players, and you could, you know. On night two of a double header, you know, Defoe can drop him for all in. Um, I don't know. It's uh... what do people think in the comments? Does any does anybody have any preference in the comments? No. Um, it we've just a lot of discussion on the Connolly, um, Eberle, Rain. Rain. Uh, one person, as we've already said, put his uh, humble opinion firmly across. Oh, that he loves, he loves, he loves, what is it, Connolly? Yeah. So, um, I... He's licking the microphone. I'd probably, <laughs> I'd probably go all in, for all in. That's 50-50 split again, then. 50-50. 50-50. That was a great show, wasn't it? Does, does someone else remember that from CBBC? No. No. <laughs> Where have you all been? I was, um, I was, I'm your age. TV? Like this is, yeah. this is way out of the generational <laughs> boundaries of like, Dave and Jeff. You say the wrong one. We're pretty young. But get your own back. Write that one. In fairness, being being Griff Public Primary School when you was watching that program. Can you remember oh. Raven? It was all about Raven. Oh yeah, well. oh, that was brilliant. No. Crystal Maze. Can anybody remember Crystal oh, Maze? Yes. I can't. Joe, do you know? I've been, I've been on that. Yes, yes I instantly thought that. As I said, does anybody remember the Crystal Maze? I thought, yeah. You can go get the medal if you want. 
I'm all right, mate. Cheers. Thanks for that. He says now, if you don't want to end the record, <laughs> livid. He's fuming. He's gonna, I'm surprised he's not changed his background. Yes, no, I, that one's more. Just the crystal maze probably. in the background. <laughs> Maybe next time. Ah, we've got someone else who watches Raven. Yes, Raven was quality. But it's changed though. It's 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 got a woman on it now. It used to be a bloke, did it? It's still on. Yeah, they started it again. This is how much I like. I enjoyed Raven. As a 20, 20 plus year old, I was looking to see if you could find it. It's never going to be the same, though, is it? Without no, it wasn't the same at all. Like, yeah, been, been, it, been, do you know what it's like? It's, it's like the equivalent of Richard Ayoade doing the Crystal it Lake. Is, yeah. it, it is, yeah. It is. It's even the one beforehand. The who, who, was the one, who was the one after Richard O'Brien? It's Richard Ayoade. No, no, there was one in between. Um, oh, there was another, there was oh, no, another one. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Were, but was it as good as the original? It's... Hockey podcast, guys. Hockey podcast. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, we do have chats about Jaffa cakes and other cakes. Yeah, we Honestly, do. We've, we've had the Red food velvet. discussion. Red Velvet. <laughs> that would have been a good one to do in the live one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Jaffa cakes and biscuits and not. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do some research on the Red Velvet cake this weekend and I shall provide feedback next week. Sound. Sound. Um, getting back on topic. <laughs> are we going to four? Are we going... Are we, are it we was... Going? Um, Edward Tudor Paul. Yep, that's the one. And then Stephen Merchant. Yeah, they could go in the bin. They did what? Stephen Merchant did the Crystal Maze. Yep. Did he keep banging his head? One year in 2016. You know when you when you've had Riff Raff hosting the Crystal Maze, you can't go back to anybody else, can you? You can't. No, you can't. I'm really hoping everybody's recognised the Rocky Horror Show (laughs) reference there. (laughs) Yes. I can't remember who yes. was it. It was a couple, like a year ago or something like that. A load of people came round to ours, and it, it, it appeared that somebody hadn't watched the watched the Rocky Horror Show, so we instantly put it on and made oh, it. Oh, it was yeah. I can't remember who it was, but I, I think, I, I, think I, I know it is. I'm not going to name the name because it won't be found. Said person on a podcast just to out them. We'll save that type of discussion and ability for the uh, social was it media. Ben? It weren't Ben. No, I think it was one of the. Hi, ben. No, no, I think it's one of the ladies in the group. I, no, I think it was never ready. No, no, he's watched it before. No, I, I'm sure it was never ready. We'll find out for next week. We will. Is that, we're not going to name him anyway. So no, it don't matter. <laughs> Who says? Can we get back to the hockey now, gents? Four or all in. <laughs> what about Jaffa Cakes? Um... <laughs> this is how well, we're going to decide this. We're going to message all in. We're going to message the four. And whichever one says that a Jaffa Cake is a cake... I can't remember what I said. That. Yeah? What do you think? Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. So what are we, what are we saying? My vote's all in. 2-4. All in. I'd say 2-4. Well, why don't we put 2-4 as the spare import just in case all in gets injured? Oh, so uh, it's our picks that are always the spare, is it? That's, I that's would say. <laughs> Well, I see how it is now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's just you, Someone's mate. You're a bit your own, sandy, aren't they? And uh, morning, Dandy, as well. Good to see you wake up. Um... Welcome. <laughs> Very welcome. I, I'd rather say Defoe as the uh, as the, the feeling and, and, and all in as the spare. I Given don't... that you wouldn't want your higher point scoring player to be the spare, would you? No, you I'd, I'd go with that. I just realised I've got a tuft of hair sat above my headphones. <laughs> so we've gone from food to now hair. Let's not bring Griff into that one. How's uh, all his hairdressing needs going? Has anybody cut their own hair yet? No. 
No. I, I'm saving it all. There's, um, I'm going for the hair and the beard cut when it's all open. I'm going to treat myself. Nice going on, so you're going to look not, like Jack Black proud. by the time you're done, just like full beard. Like. <laughs> so I too, I got some feedback that this was um, a bit more grey than normal, so that's why it's a bit it's dark. quite grey, actually, to be fair. <laughs> it's quite top of toss, isn't it? See, the worst thing is I get no other grey hair in my beard. And just get little strands in the hair, but here, just the tusks, awful. Yeah, no, to be fair, I like oh, uh, yeah, just cut my hair. <laughs> we um, we we had a session of um, of cutting the hair for the two dogs because they were both getting really like fluffy and it wasn't good. They were going outside and coming back absolutely covered in mud. And then we uh, we 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 cut the hair for both dogs, and then I was like, right, you're gonna do mine. And then yeah, it went all right. I'm happy to allow mine to uh, continue during the lockdown. Same. Go back to the email graph. See, I, in in, in got fairness, my thinking was I'm, we're not hardly leaving the house, and in the times where we go to the shop, I, put a, I can put a hat on. And so actually, I, I haven't because she, she did a good job. So, so, checking social media today in preparation for tonight's podcast. This, this, uh, There's got to be a photo somewhere, Graph, of you with the, the blue dye. Um, in your emo days that you were talking about, I was saying I was going to do it, but I never actually did it. I think you should do. Yeah. I think you should. I think you should, should do. One hundred percent, you should do. You know, you've got the hair now to do it. I think you should. You know, get some spray. Wolfman David, I like that. So what I'll do, Graph, I'll put a fiver on it. Just giving page if you do it. I'll join that. Do you know what? I'll join as well. Fifteen quid, blue hair spray. Bring it back. On the fringe, yeah, okay. Done. No, full hair. No, it's only going to be on the fringe because the hair was black at the time. He yeah, has to that, go with that's the not emo the argument, look. It has to go with the email look. And in, in Grass World, it was a very strange email look, as email looks were. I've Get now changed look. your tagline on the actual podcast to say Wolfman Dave. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, can, I can live with that. Thank you, Web of the Dom. I'm going to change Greths to Blue Hair Greth. This is great because nobody can change mine. Yeah. I mean, we can still call you Panther Joe. That's true. Me and, me and you are all right, Andy. I'm leaving now. Thank you. Oh, how sweet. Um, so, yeah, forwards. So, before um, our all is. Before, before <laughs> as, as, as the, the playing um, personnel and then all in in the media box. I, I oh. would get, I would go with that. I want to do social media because he can actually do a job. Yeah, but would he would he ask people to hold their bears? Stay away from <laughs> social media for now. There's a lot of foreshadowing going on here, gents. This is on the agenda just later on. <laughs> it's like we're bringing it forward. Like, let's just let's just take the leads off. And let's give him some jobs to do. So before. Are we all happy before to play all in to do um, media, social media, um, sign shirts, kiss the bunnies? Kiss the bunnies. We don't wish you calves. Oh. Andrew Stafford. We're not playing the Manchester. We're not playing the Manchester, so it's fine and we're safe. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not be biased. I know. One particular. I know. Yeah, I know. Nice talk. Yeah, well, let's not be biased. Talked about it. 
Moving swiftly on, let's let's just dra- let's just quickly draft past this. Um, <laughs> so we're saying so we're saying do four as the playing personnel yes. and all in as the player security um, yes. sound. Um, Commentary guy on the webcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, he could be that extra guy. Yeah. What do we what do we think? We're happy with those lines. Do you want to run through the lines and then we'll leave this in the past and never come back to it? So our team in goal, uh, Mott and Bounds with Jin sitting in the stands. Defensive lines: Fournier, everybody's glass. Uh, Fournier, Richardson, Megatron, Mike Tronsinski, uh, Sam Jardine. Just thought I'd trick in the Steelers' name for Manchester Storm TV. Um, I can't, I can. Matheson, well done. Uh, Mark Matheson and Kevin Rain as the one C line on the defence. Forwards: We've gone Sam Hare, Brennan Connolly. Marco Valorand, Ross Venus, Kokorin and Ferrara in second line, Joey Haddad, Bobby Farnham, Tanner Eberle third, and Dufour, Sir Ben Davis, and King Jonathan Phillips. That's now so going to stick. Before you right? start to go there, mate. I don't know. It may have. <laughs> it's very I bizarre. Not, I don't know. You might need to take a drink. To, to be, be fair. fair. <laughs> I, I need a refill, and I'm going on to the Pink Whitney. Good for you. So, for anybody listening, uh, and this is directly aimed at Benno, who apparently thought I was drinking some, I don't even know, this is vodka, designed by Ryan Whitney, the ex-NHLer, who played for the Pens. It's good stuff. Ranges. Paul Bissonnette. No matter if you play for the Rangers. Play for the Ducks as well. Cardiff Devils. Edmonton. But other spirits are available. But people they are. Other mixers should be available, but I actually don't know where I put my lemonade. Never mind. So that's our team, and we'll we'll, we'll put them out on social media. And we'll see who agrees and who disagrees. Um, and we'll say straight up, Dom, tell us who you're replacing Connolly with. Because <laughs> we know that's going to happen. So we might as well just ask the question direct. We say him directly because he's the one who, who gives us the feedback more often than not. Um, we can't mention his feedback because of the nature of the language he uses in the feedback. So Potty mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get Joe to put them out on social media. Let us know what you think. They'll replace him with Colton Frow. Oh, yeah, I, I would drink this neat. However, it's not available in the UK and I don't have enough left. It's too valuable. <laughs> just like to stay. <laughs> There's a comment in the comment section. I'm not just talking to myself, by the way. I'm not just got like an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other. No, don't no, make no. me drink it neat. No, you've just gone say no. It's yeah. just like happened, mate. I've so, uh, in the other room. What's, what's next on the agenda, mate? I have. Um, I just wrote three players. Um, so actually, what this is, it was inspired by, I believe, a post on the Orange Army Steelers fan group, maybe. Um, Other fan groups are available. It might have been the Elite Banter page. It was one of those pages like that. Um, but basically, somebody asked the question, if you were to have three players play for your team that played for other teams in the league across history, who would those three players be? Oh, thank you. The lemonade. He's quite happy in here. 
Other lemonade brands are available. Other lemonade brands are available. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you got to get the blurred action on on your backgrounds and just have it there, hold it. So, um, remember, I was the first person that started using the blurred background when we were doing these, and it was when I had that Volvic water. And it was yeah. literally every time I lifted it to drink, the, the logo blurred out. It was literally like it was. So, so my three um, played on the same line together. Um, I think we all know what that line's going to be, just in you saying that, mate. Well, you three do, because I've already said, but maybe others may possibly not. Um, but I'm going with the, the ACDC line in Coventry who had uh, Andre Payet in his first season in the UK. Um, for me, not only was the ACDC combination as prolific as they come in the UK, in the Elite League era, um, probably up there with Talbot Legree, um, Yimmin and Kadot for Nottingham, um, and probably other combinations which I just can't remember as we speak, but they were lethal. Well, the lines are available. (laughs) Different podcast. Um, Payette gave them the freedom of Coventry. He would just, you know, make space. He'd, he'd hit. He'd agitate. And he, you know, the other line, the, the other, the opposition was so worried about what Payet was going to do. Calder and Carlson just came straight in every time. Just yeah, thank you very much, and just scored for fun. Um, I would love to have seen that in, a, in, a, in the Sheffield uniform. I mean, I know Payet did play for the. Steel Dogs. Steel Dogs? I'm, I'm trying to remember if he yeah. played when it was the Scimitars. No, no, I think it's Steel just Steel Dogs. So, which they, brought their for, they brought their name back for one of the uh, lower league teams, the Scimitars. A historical name in Sheffield hockey. Um, just have interest. Uh, but I'd love to see them three at that time in a Sheffield shirt. I imagine, especially at the time for Sheffield, that would have made things a heck of a lot more entertaining. Yeah, I would say so. I have one of those people on my line, to be fair. Um, that was intentional. I, that was intentional, I'll give you that. Um, I had Adam Calder. Uh, I had. I, I didn't want to go for a line. I wanted to kind of vary it out a little bit more. I had David Ling on that list um, just for his ability to be the worst rink rat ever, and also put the points up. Similar to Connolly, to be fair. Very similar mold to Connolly. Um, and my third player was actually, as we were saying earlier on, that I'd like to see Kevin Rain in Sheffield. Kevin Rain was actually my third player. So let's mix it up, Gref. Who would Hold you like to see? Before we go for Gref, are we just, just to clarify, are we saying that we're coming up with a, a podcast three? And if so, does that mean that we've got to avoid Manchester and Sheffield players as a collective four? I'd yeah. say so. I'd say so, yeah. Gref, crack on. This is the Fair. first time ever we're going to hear Gref say a bunch of players that aren't Manchester players. Technically, one of them was a Manchester player, but he played for Phoenix. And played three seasons for Coventry, and then one for, well, halfway through the season left and went to you guys. I was going to say Luke. Yeah, Racking my brain now. <laughs> Luke Fulgrim? Yeah. Yeah. 370 odd points in 250 odd games in the league. I'll take that. And obviously, I went with David Ling like you did for that exact reason. 
a rink rat and it can pull the points. And my last one, I pretty much did it like a, a three on three overtime. So I went with Gleason Fournier. So me and you have gone very similar on this then. Yep. Andy, who was the uh, three that you'd love to see in orange? One fairly obvious that's been mentioned quite a few times, so that's Adam Calder. Played six seasons in total for Coventry. Um, his best season coming in 2007-2008 when he had 105 points in 54 games. Which I think is absolutely incredible. Ridiculous. Um, Wasn't he one of Jody Lehman's best mates? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, so I remember when we won the league and he was absolutely plastered at the when we went back to the arena and he was singing Who's Adam Calder on the balcony at the arena. <laughs> and then singing Jody is a girl's name. Brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> secondly, I did go with this player because knowing, knowing his past and just, just the incredible level that he's played at, it was only for one year, but I've gone with um, Fever and Flurry. So I did see him in that season. He was incredible. He had 74 points in 34 games, which is great. Also, tonight he had 270 penalty minutes in 34 games. He either, he either got tossed out of the games for arguing or... I think it was a lot of misconduct. It was a lot of misconduct, yeah. yeah. My, my body memories, he got a misconduct in the semi-final loss to the Vipers in the playoffs. Yeah. We'll not talk about the final. Um, but I remember, because everyone was like, yeah, Belfast will walk against Newcastle. Newcastle destroyed them. And my bad memory is, is Flurry arguing from zero to ten to game within five or ten seconds. But an immense talent, even at his age when he played over here. I will say I didn't see him play, which is why he wasn't considered <laughs> for my list. Because I, I wanted to go... Seeing his, his points and seeing how much people raved about him, like I, I considered it just from a perspective of I know the caliber of player that he was, but I had, I felt it was a bit of a cheap move to say a player that I'd not seen, which is the reason he's not on mine. That's fine, no problem. Uh, thirdly, I've gone a little bit different. Uh, Andrew Hotham had four good yes. seasons in Cardiff, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, best yeah. season coming in 2017 18. 61 points in 56. Uh, I, I struggled with this as, as a D-man perspective because I would have gone with another Coventry player, but I thought, nah, I've been asked for a bit, a bit, a bit of an even spread. I would have gone to Silverstrom, Matt Silverstrom. Because, really? Yeah. I also I considered Ryan Ginand, mm. but also discounted him for a similar reason. But yeah, that's, that's, that's my three. No Joey Martin. No room this for the a, goals. This is a travesty. Travesty. <laughs> I mean, we don't need to mention him. He'll always be on the team. Oh, yeah, he will. Yeah. One player who I, I would like have... We need to make a did... Joey Martin t-shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, need, we need it. Like, the My Fancy Zamboni logo. Andy, get on this, right? Okay, My Fancy okay. Zamboni logo. But then we need the Zamboni driver to have a massive, like... Like, it needs to be Joey Martin, basically. <laughs> maybe we need to speak to Kyle if, if, if he does come back next year. Maybe we need to say, look, well, how can we get some form of, you know, stick sponsor? Because, you know, we... No, even better, too Cardiff, much appreciation. we have the perfect way for you to announce the re-signing of Joey Martin. 
But uh, just going on another player who I'd add on my list, um, I would have, if I didn't go for that line, just fell per that, I'd love to see that line. It would have been Kowalski. I consider Kowalski as well. Kowalski. He was very, very close to the top of my list. In my humble opinion, he was a shade above Lehman in terms of ability. Oh, I thought Lehman was very, very good. Um, but he had that similar, um, how should I phrase this politically correct, screw you attitude. Um, in David? Terms of, it, I think everyone can work out what I'm trying to say. Basically, he'd wake up and goes, I'm going to beat them today. It was the best description during Lehman from Cardiff fan. He'd wake up, you know, sod them, we're going to win. And he'd have just nothing would change it. They, he would win that game. And Kowalski had that attitude. The amount of big games in league and cup games that he, he won for the Panthers. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him in orange. Some other interesting suggestions that we've got, and I have to say one of them was on my list again, um, was Sandrock. Was that Robbie Sandrock? Robbie Sandrock. Did, so I'm just seeing that list now. Um, so I'll ask the question. Did Sandrock, because he also mentioned PC drawing, phenomenal player, but did are we saying all time or are we saying Elite League? Mm, well, that, would, that's the other question. Elite League. Because Sandrock I was thinking Elite and League. Druin doesn't, I don't think, played in the Elite League. I know Druin played Seconda. They both played Seconda, yeah. What's, what's your question? If them two played in the Elite League, because I don't recall them playing in the Elite League. Sandrock. Um, played in 2002-2003 when it was the BISL Super League but then he came back in 2012 and he played 2012-13 2013-14 and 2014-15 PC Dream came back in 2007-8 for Pampers did he? right I'm going to say I remember I remember Sandro I don't I don't know PC Dream at all I will say that was prolific in the Super League era I think probably 07, 08 was possibly just, when he came back to Nottingham, was probably just after I started watching, but not nearly enough to recognise it. Yeah. But uh, Craig Weller was a person that I actually had on my list, though, as a potential oh, on my list. Good player, yeah. yeah, he were, yeah. Here's one question for you, because we've all kind of gone similar kinds of players. We've either gone the point scorers, well, main, to be fair, we've mainly gone the point scorers. Um, who would you go with if you were going to go as like a, an enforcer type player or a, a fighter type player? Right. So I'm. I'm Please don't say Brian McGrath. No, no, no. Um, are we saying? Are we wanting? The, is it just an out-and-out fighter, or are we expect him to be more of a power forward? It changes my answer. It's your call, per se. I would say enforcer just because I feel like. Okay, that's fine then. That answers mine straight up. Ferone. Pound for pound, probably one of the toughest fighters apart from maybe Colt King in that's played in the UK. There's been a lot of tough, tough people that's played, and he's more often than not come out on top. And we're talking even in the, the era of Lacroix, Vial. Nikar, and I appreciate you know Gref remember it more. Um, you know he would be fighting them, and, out, and more often than not, at least equal or coming out on top. And they carried on that in the uh, the elite league. Um, I remember the year that the Vipers had him, Payet, 
and Cornish in the team. And it's like, oh, this is going to be a fun night. And they, 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 that was their, that was their brand, and it entertained. But Ferone was pound for pound for me. I, I'd have him as a main forcer. I'd have Ferone as well. Seeing when he played for well the original Manchester Storm in the old Secondal days, and then seeing he played for us two thousand and one, two thousand two. Does that mean he can't be in the mix? He played for Manchester. That team was in the past. He went bust. Okay, then he. So did he go from sorry to did he go from Belfast to your guys then? Yeah, he went Belfast to our, to us. Then next season he went to Hull and played for Newcastle as well, and then stayed at Newcastle. Yeah, I feel like Griff, you have to at least like as a as a non Sheffield fan have wanted Colt King on your team. Oh, definitely. Like, I, I feel like he would be the. I mean, if there was one fighter that I would have back in Sheffield, it would have hands down, it would have been him. Close second would have been Tim Spencer because he could throw him when he went. Yeah. Or Colt King. Can you imagine that fight, Griff? King and Ferone. I'd hate to be the linesman. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Just tie yourselves out, and then we'll jump in. But that would be that would have been one hell of a fight, and that would have happened every night, and that would have been just yeah, you buy a ticket just to see that. It wouldn't have been a hug fest. Remember when um, when Colt King came in and, and fought Guy Lapine in like that first game against Oh, Pats? he did, yeah. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, Lapine's like the toughest guy in the league. And then all of a sudden, Colt King just came in and said, hold my bear. Well, he was, in fairness. Was... In fairness to Lapine, he was. And oh, then right, King no, without, just destroyed him. And then did fair, Chris he... Frank had him as well. He did, yeah. Uh, when we stuffed him, I think, 9-3. Was that a Christmas game? Uh, yeah, it was. It was the same game where... Um, it was the same game where Ferguson. Sean Limpwright fought with Pat Gallivan. Yeah. And absolutely knocked him out. And then um, Ferguson was slashed by Kelsey Wilson. That's it. Um, Great highlight package for that game. Yeah. But did King fight... No, I'm thinking Clude fought Gomez uh, of, of the Phoenix uh, fame. But uh, King had a few fights where it was just like... He was up there... And it's a, it's a shame that he, if he would have been there two or three years, I think he'd have probably ended his career six, seven, eight years, and I think he'd have had the he same wanted effect. To. He wanted I to, didn't he? He I did. Mean, he, he got sacked. He went back. Again. Well, yeah, it was Finity era, wasn't it? And then he went. Didn't he say like he was going? He was going to come to Sheffield, but he had a few things that he needed to 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 hold up back home, and he played for one of his like more close to home teams. Yeah, but I, I think if he'd have stayed in Sheffield, if he'd have done you know two or three i think it led to seven eight nine i think it'll have the same effect for sheffield as brad voff had for cardiff i doubt yeah do you know what the, the thing is with king as well i mean I, when he came back for whose testimonial did he come back for hewitt when he came back for hewitt's testimonial his jersey sold for stupid amounts and he was i mean he was stood then he was absolutely gobsmacked that he'd left the team and actually, I didn't finish the season with a team. He played less than one season for a team and was loved by the fans that much that they pushed his jersey. I'm sure it was above 500 quid that they paid for his jersey. I think like six, 700, yeah. Like that, I mean, just tells you. My, to be fair, my fighter, I can't go with whoever you guys said because I didn't see him play. Um, and it's hard. I feel, like, I feel like at times we've been spoilt for having 
Colt King, Brett Cloutier, um, Jeremy Cornish. Good thrower. Um, Tim Spencer when he fought Matt Nickerson. Oh, yeah. An absolute throwdown. Um, Mike Scroy, the guy who was mad enough to jump the plexi in a different league. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Andrew Sharp. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, part of me, if we're going power forward, part of me wants to say Cam Jansen. Solely because he could throw him, but he gave that Panthers team so much energy. Um, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I came up with the question on the bounce and I actually don't have an answer for it. I, I mean, would probably say Andre Pyatt, to be fair. So that, I think that'd be a good conversation for another podcast in terms of comparing eras of the fighters you mentioned to the fighters of the kind well, of the yeah. Well, that's the thing. The late, the late nineties. Yeah, but I'm saying the late nineties, sort of the end of the, the Super League, and say we mentioned Nikar, Lacroix, Trumbull. Who was the Finnish guy you guys had? Uh, I want to say something like Nickerson, but it was like Nikarson or something like that. But you had like a Finnish guy or, or Scandinavian guy who was a tough guy. Weird. Uh... Mikael Galanda. He was Swedish. I don't think he was a tough guy, though. Or maybe confusing, maybe London then. But I know there was like a, a, a Finnish, because there were like Timo Willman, who was just a tough guy. But you had like that era of, of absolute tough ever. So that would be a good um, question and subject to talk about for another podcast. Because I think that would right. be, fasc- be a fascinating one to talk about. I think the only person who's not said who they'd have was Andy. So, there is there anybody else that's not been said, Andy, that you would go with? Or who would you go with if it's somebody that's already You'd go been with said? Andrew Sharp. Play for us, I don't know. Um, <laughs> big, big Ben Olsen and his reluctance to remove the helmet. Oh, it's tough, that, isn't it? Um, I was saying, like, proper enforcer or one who could put points up as well. I would say proper enforcer. That's the thing. That's the. That's why I wouldn't say like Jansen because I would. I'd have him more down as a power forward. I don't think he was a point scorer per se, but I wouldn't have him down as an out and out enforcer. Um, so yeah, yeah. But I mean, if he put up, if they put up points as well, if that's a reason. But I would say they'd be categorised as a as a fighter. I don't know what you guys think. It's your call. If you'd, if you'd rather go the power forward or who just the you, Who are you thinking of? Who are you thinking of? <sighs> they're just thinking of three. And I, I can't decide between them because they're all different in their own sort of years that I played. So who are your three? Who are your three? My three are Wade Bielak. I think he'd yes. up there. Oh, hold on though. Are we counting Bielak because it was a lockout player? That's my. That's my only. I mean, I'm only asking that because mm. if that's the same principle, I'd potentially say you'd throw like, in Eric Cairns. Yeah, I didn't see him play you. Yeah, I'd throw in Eric Cairns. It's his first um, game was against Sheffield. Yeah, and the first player they offered him a fight was Steve Duncan. Poor <laughs> <Of all> people. <laughs> but sorry, Andy, go on. That's fine. Um, okay, two then. I've, I've got two. That's Mike Ware. Yes. And Ryland Schmier. Can I throw in another one that we've not really commented on yet? And I feel like it'd be a bit of a tragedy for him not to get a mention. Craig actually says Lee Salters, who's not a bad shout. It's now is that. Um, 
I'd throw in Adam Keith to that mix. We've completely overlooked Keith, but yeah, AK Fox at Morrow. Would you have him in? No, no, no. Okay, no, no. <laughs> because his shirting, his shirting, his fighting. Can you tell what I'm about to say? His fighting tactic was literally just to pull the shirt over the face, and then that was it. Like I don't think that was. I mean, can you yeah, remember? The, can you remember the game in in Sheffield? Was it was it in Sheffield or was it in? Belfast, whichever one it was. I think was, it was in Belfast. He was fighting Mike Scroy, and Mike Scroy skated to the centre ice to fight him and took off his jersey yeah, so he couldn't pull Belfast. it over his face. Yes. Yes, I vaguely remember that game. Ah, Belfast. <laughs> it's the way that most games in Belfast go for us, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, good picks there, Andy. Mike Ware. Yeah, very good. Oh, what a nutcase he were. So shall we circle back round to come up with... Are we going three plus one then? Shall we go three plus a fighter? Because I feel like that's a bit of a different... Or shall we leave fighter to another... To I, another think leave, I think leave fighter for another time because that's just... Okay. Uh, go just three broad, players. And such I a think, broad subject. And, uh... I think if we're going out and out straight away, without a doubt, the first person that we put down is Adam Calder. Without a doubt, for the podcast, there's, there's no other person that you would put down above Adam Calder. Every single person who ever watched Adam Calder should have wanted him to play on their team. Correct. So who else are we saying? Gref, did you... You said David Ling, didn't you? Yeah. So we've got two votes for David Ling, but it's up to you guys if you want to go I, with that. On the fact that you... Hang on, didn't you say Andy as well? Didn't you say Ling? I didn't, no. My apologies, I thought you did. But I'm, I'm happy to go with, because we've had a few people say him, I'm happy to go with Ling. It's up to you guys. As I say, the reason I said him was just because he was a rink rat that put the points up. You know... <laughs> There was just there just wasn't another player like David Lee. It was like the time that he came out and started doing the um, like water skiing behind the Zamboni thing. Like it was just yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm but interesting that. guy. Think... He did an interview with Spitting Chicklets as well, and it was really interesting. Yes, he did. Yeah. And are you happy with Link? Yeah, go for it. So third player. I said Kevin Rain, but. I so could have about Ray. 10 for my third play. I'd also Griff probably put Danton on Andy, you said? Flurry. Flurry. I said uh, Dan Carlson. Oof. I mean, I could even throw in Fitzer. We can't throw in Fitzer. You can play for Chef. Uh, you can't. I could have. Yeah, but we said as a as a collective, we said as a collective we wouldn't mention... A Manchester or a Sheffield player, because if 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 it weren't for that, there would be one other sure. player that I would mention as a possibility, which would be David Alexander Beauregard. But for when he played yeah, for I Manchester, not when he played for Nottingham. I thought of him. I, I wasn't. I put him in, but I'd, I I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm, sorry, but I don't know why it's I funny, know. but it's not. Cause it's not funny, but. It's your, oh, your I didn't actually progress. find it funny. I just found it funny how Dave just tried to stifle a laugh and then it it's, just progressed. It, it was just like a snowball effect. It's 2020. You're allowed an opinion? Oh, yes. Uh, I, my opinion is that your opinion's wrong, though. So what do we do then? We just ignore yeah. your opinion. Found. <laughs> and onto social media we go. <laughs> I'd, I'd go Carlson, not because I picked him, but imagine the combination of Calder, Carlson and Ling. The only reason I wouldn't say Carlson is because I feel like if we're going three players across history you'd want on your team, I feel like we should, to give this a bit more justice, go three different teams. 
And I think I don't think any okay, of us would argue, uh, okay. I don't think any of us would argue Dan Carlson over Adam Calder. And I've just also thought of a player that should have an honourable mention, but none of us have mentioned. Joey Martin. No, not Joey Martin. No, no. not the go. David Clark. No. Mm. No. If Point we're saying, hold on, if we're saying I David Clark, there's only the one captain. of no, I'm just, I'm one just of the person. another name that you'd actually think from another team. Just going through my head of the teams, and that name just sprung up. Like, I'm surprised no one mentioned him because he was always top end point scorer for for the Panthers and and for GB. Can I just say, if it weren't for about a third of a season, Colin Shields would, without a doubt, be my third player. But he played for Sheffield yeah. for about six games, so <laughs> and he is actually like. Does he? I think yeah, he's like the top the point scorer in the league and for oh, highest high goal scorer for GB, yeah? Um, he played, let's just have a look, he played 22, good number, games for the Steelers. Yeah, too many. Sad one other player that's on that list that we haven't mentioned, and if we're going to go just down to the people that should at least be considered in this, I mean, for a start, actually, there's an argument... For a player that you've said, Dave, uh, because Dan Carlson's actually the fourth top point scorer in elite league history. Um, whereas Calder's down in twenty third. They did he did play considerably less games, but that doesn't detract from the fact that Carlson's still fourth in the league. Uh, Jonathan Weaver is third. Ah. David Clark is fifth, which is quite fitting. Yeah, give it his number, yeah. Uh, Matt Myers is seventh. Matt Myers would be another player that I'd... Yeah. There's a lot, honestly, this could go on for ages. Jeff Hutchins is ninth, but he played for Sheffield. How is Corey Nielsen tenth? He was like a high point-scoring defenseman. Yeah, he was, yeah. And also he played he played 332 games. He's less than a point per game. So who are going to go for them? Who's going to take that third spot? I don't know. Oh, this is hold on. This is this is arranged in assists. Sorry, David Clark's third. Not not that. Just ignore me. I had that. I had that in most assists. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Who Jonathan Phillips is eighth. I mean, he's played nearly three hundred games more than Colin Shields, but he's eighth. Say he played the first season of the league in Cardiff. Mm. And then you know, played the first three seasons in the league in Cardiff and moved to Sheffield. Could I change mine, please? Depends who you want to change it to. I want to change Kevin Rain for another Belfast player. Go on. George Awada. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, ex-Manchester player as well. Oh, Griff, you had to just destroy that. <laughs> ex-Manchester Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, is it Phoenix? Oh, that's, I know, that's okay. Phoenix. That's okay. <laughs> Loophole. <laughs> right, I said with Luke. Him. Yeah. Loophole. Is that Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference, that? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'm going George Awada instead. You know, I'll, I'd go with Awada. I'd go with Awada. I'd definitely go with Awada. Andy? I mean, it yeah, doesn't matter the fact that we all player, completely yeah. forgot about him until he was mentioned. <laughs> but there's actually a number of players. You, there's a number of players that, are, you know, like we said, Clark, Myers, 
Uh, Shields, even though he played 22 games, but there's a number of players that we have not mentioned that you go, yeah, they'd have a... Galbraith's another one, yeah. He, he, did he have like a 100-point season in, in Brayhead, as it were? Jake he did, Galbraith, yeah. he had 365 points. Oh, hold on, hold on. I think we need to significantly consider Jake Galbraith for a second here, guys, because he's put up 365 points in 255 games. His points per game is 1.43. So who would you replace him with if you were to consider him? Possibly, possibly David Ling. I was thinking Ling, because they're a similar player. Yeah, I'd say the same. Can't say a team, the same team as well. So yeah. yeah, that was the other thing I was thinking when I said Ling. I mean, he had, let's have a look, Nottingham 67 points in 52 games, then 77 points in 56 games. <laughs> 85 points, his last season for Nottingham, 85 points in 49 games. Uh, and then in in Brayhead, he had two seasons. One was forty-one points in forty-four. That was his last in the in the EIHL. Um, his first season in Brayhead was ninety-five points in fifty-four games. I think he got more points because remember he got the hundred point in Sheffield. So yeah. that must have been cup points as well. I was going to say, I imagine that that's cup points. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he had to, yeah, I might be able to see actually cup points. He got like eighteen in ten. So yeah, 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 five, he did, yeah. Eighteen and ten. So he's talking. We're talking one hundred and thirteen. Yeah, I'm happy to replace him with Ling. I feel like we can't overlook a player that's put up one hundred and thirteen points in a season. Definitely. Not. Are, we all, are we all in agreement with that? Yep. Yeah, hands down. And Andy. Yeah, no problem. There we go. So we're we saying Adam Calder. Jay Galbraith and George Uwada. That was what Belfast you were saying, George Asda. Right, gents. Does that mean they went from Georgia Asda to Peacocks? I mean, you set that one up for me, mate. I just carried that on. Even still. Um, I, I know as a collective we are excellent at making mistakes and just doing stuff we shouldn't do but even that that was just a leave alone they're called live podcasts (laughs) (laughs) you've allowed the hamster in the head to do the overtime spinning the the wheel mate so brilliant (laughs) right gents that brings us I think to the last item that we've got on the agenda and this is where it gets juicy what do what do what do what (laughs) 53rd on the agenda 53rd on the agenda. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, you went really muffled up on mine and I had no idea what you were saying. I thought it was about Shawaddy Waddy. But, uh... And they were called Shawaddy Waddy. <laughs> so, next section. And the next section is social media. Hold now, my bear. To be fair... I'm just going to say this a lot of times. I feel like we need to like be ready to talk about social media. So just to, be fair, to be fair, to be this? fair, to be fair, to be fair. God's sake, just throwing left, right, centre, now. Yeah, but to be fair, there was a context to it. So, 
You know, you don't quite mix your drink properly and you get all of it at the bottom. Um, social media. Um, this is specifically now, we'll say this now to stop us from spiraling off to have some rant about some random person that said something on social media. This is specifically club related. Now, it can be any club because we're not biased towards one team. I can pretty much guarantee you that this probably is going to be 90% biased towards one team. However, Rightfully so. this might actually be in a context that Storm TV would actually like. favour. I think they'll appreciate it, yeah. Yes. So we apologise, Storm TV, if you've turned off by this point because it was just an hour and a bit of biased rubbish. But you like this bit. Um... I'm just, I'm just going to throw that out. I'm just going to throw it up in the air and let you guys talk have about you, it. I don't even just, know where have to you just, start. Have you just took the pin out of the grenade and just launched it? No, it, do you know what? In all honesty, I've, just, I've got that much in my head that I want to say about this that I just I don't know. Do you know the only okay, way that I so, can do it is just to throw them all up in the air on pieces of paper, throw a dart, and whichever one gets caught in the dart is where I start. I, that's, I don't know. So for me, social media from clubs need to be informative, relevant. Professional. Yeah. Bear with me. That's not, that bear that's not a hole my bear is in bearing. Um, so, informative, um, relevant, engaging to what the mood is the here and now. Not some mood of yesteryear. Um, and also, yes, professional. Now, some clubs in the lockdown, now it's been difficult. Don't, don't get me wrong. Now, it has been difficult for clubs to be engaging you know fair play to clubs that have done the live um rollouts of games on the of, of webcasts that they've done over youtube um i like how uh coventry and glasgow my apologies say i'm gonna say bread because one of the games was bread it was against ingolstadt and they've kind of done you know saturday seven o'clock get the beers in we'll even do a shirt off the back and a 50 50 good way of bringing money we, we said this last week um and that's been a good thing in terms of the engagement. It's when you're just posting absolute rubbish. Well absolute moderated. tripe. And just for the sake of it. You know you're struggling for moderation. When I, am str- I, am mass- tripe. <laughs> I am I am massively struggling because some of the stuff seen, and not just from one club, there's been a couple of clubs um, in... Five in the heavily offended team's defence. I mean, five with that picture of the player that caught off the top of his head. Can you remember? Announce a new player. Is he, is he feeling alright? Is it not live photo? Because wasn't even a new player. He was he was a returning player. Exactly. They should have had exactly. ample pictures of him. Exactly. He's um, like a mobile coaster, isn't he? Put just put your beer on top for him. <laughs> Hold my bear. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, we're joking about the whole my bear. Spelling mistakes can happen, and they happen on every teams. It's human nature, and I ain't going to criticise anybody for fat finger syndrome. And that's not fat shaming. I've got to be fingers myself. Let's just, just before anybody says anything, because you know, you know, people get offended. Um, but some of the mistakes this week, in particular, over the last seven or eight days, some of the mistakes are beyond basic, are beyond amateur. I'd love to call it amateur. It's worse than that. And you just kind of go... Fortunately, there are only 53 minutes in it. <laughs> I think you 
Someone said it's not about a particular person, and you're right, this is not. But I don't know what annoys me more is some of the amateurish produ- product of social media from clubs or some of the fans who are trying to be um, known on Twitter for being outrageous in the comments and jumping on these bandwagons. I don't know what annoys me more because some are I'm just... you on that, I, yeah. I could go on one in particular, um, but I'll stay away from that one because I could have an absolute rant about him and his behaviour before the Challenge Cup final. Um, leave it at that. Uh, I know who you mean. Well, you know, when you go abroad and come back, let's just leave it at that. Um, it's it's difficult to be the relative. You've got to keep relevant, even in off-season, which we're now in off-season. You've got to keep relevant. Hence why we're doing live podcasts. Talking about people who haven't played for your team for two years, for example, what's so special about this photo? It's his first photo, as an example. I don't get that. I don't understand the relevance. But we miss him. Of course we do. We missed every single person. Nottingham have missed every single person. Even Cardiff missed people. It's not like it's not Joe just Martin. One. Joe Martin always missed. Everyone misses Joe Martin. Um, but I just... I think teams need to switch on and don't... don't I, I don't care. Don't aim to act like you're an is working men's club and that behaviour and attitude and culture at the time as your peak for social media. You have to aim for the here and now and what the mood is of what the world is now, whether you like it or not. It's tough luck if you don't. That is because social media does bring in revenue. You can go on courses. You know, Top businesses will send their people on courses on social media, not just to make sure it's all sanitized or the word of the buzzer okay. no fuck spelt now forget spelt that's even grammar that's, that's just even that but correct player number social media can in revenue done correctly social media can be worth tens of thousands of pounds and I just when you see clubs that just don't have the energy or the attitude to want to have a proper social media or even an idea of, of a plan for your social media. You know, you go Monday to Friday, right, Monday we're going to do this, Tuesday we're going to do that, Wednesday we're going to do that. Have a plan, make it relevant. Make it to here and now, not just, oh, I miss that player. He used to make a wonderful cup of coffee before games. I miss him. Let me tweet about him. Now, I'm assuming he makes a good cup of coffee. Maybe like a, make a lousy cup of coffee. I put the milk in before the tea. That's another, another argument for another podcast. I've triggered Dave with that one. Look at that. That was like... Don't want There's someone I know who does that, and I... Yeah, you just don't. It's just like... It's wrong. Cardinal sin. I don't even drink tea or coffee, and I know you don't do that. No, I, I, I think we're seeing... I mean, I'm going to offer the olive branch of it could be because we're running out of ideas because of the lockdown, and there's only so much. You've got no new games to re-energise with the fan bases. Maybe. So if that's the case, make sure your basics are solid. And there are too many clubs, and that's not just one, there's more than one, that the basics aren't solid. Basic structure, what good social media be, it's not there. And, you know, people are going to defend it. Oh, but, you know, it's funny. No, it's not. It's embarrassing. You know, we've joked a few times, hold my bear. As a classic example. Bear? What, are we expecting 6,000 inflatable? Teddy bear toss. Are we expecting that? No. No. 
and you, you've joked about the, the player number. It's it's basics. Absolute basics. And other clubs have done it, so it's not just one club. So not just us absolutely tearing into one club in particular. Yeah. Recently, it has been one club who has really shone a light on how bad their basics have been. But other one club- other comment. Well, hold on. One other thing before you carry on. One other thing that just highlights that to me. 53, Nikolai Lemtigo. This is tweeted out by the person... We presume, right, we, we are presuming at this stage who is running the social media. We're, we're presuming. Sure. We're, we're not mentioning names. We're 99% sure of who, who it is. But if it is who everybody is in belief that it is, then the person who tweeted, number 53, Nikolai Lemtigov, is the person who week in, week out at the Sheffield Arena says, number 52, Nikolai Lemtigov. Every week... When you used to sponsored by, but you know. Even Gref. <laughs> All right. <that's... laughs> Even Gref. Well played. Who Nikolai Lemtigov wasn't number 53. I just, it, it just baffled me. Sorry, Dave. I just had to, when you said that, I just had to kind of chuck that in. No, he, no, no. He, it, that's, that's fine. Um, because it's one thing getting the number wrong, but when you're the person who reads it out every week. I, I just think if you give yourself five minutes. Tweet, you know what? I have no issue with that tweet. Just give yourself five minutes, make sure your information is correct, then press send. Um, it's just, it's, it's embarrassing. I'll be honest with you, what we've seen over the last seven days has been embarrassing. And, and said person may not think it's embarrassing because there'll be someone who likes it and ah, it's wonderful. Yeah, but, but said person also thinks Baby Shark is an appropriate hockey song. We hope that's not. You got me partially triggered. Let's not go whole hog. Let's just. Can I just say before this, like before we actually went on air, I had a few sort of tracks to put on when we were in the pre-live stage. So we have a screen before this that says episode whatever coming soon or like starting soon or whatever. And I had some tracks of instrumental tracks that I put that I put together just as a way of that not being silent, but also to try and avoid any copyright issues. Um, or avoid less copyright issues because they were still covers of songs. Um, but one of those, for irony's sake, was Sweet Caroline, and I was really quite proud of it. <laughs> and I'm really gutted because it wouldn't work, and I was absolutely devastated. But just for irony's sake, because we slagged off Sweet Caroline so much, it was going to be that, and it didn't work. I was good. It's when it's bad that when Sweet Caroline is a goal music. <laughs> European version. <laughs> Gloria Gaynor. It's, it's, I... your, Gloria Gaynor has a, has a place. Sweet does. Caroline European version, no. Uh, Italy. Italy and our favourite Norwegian team Frisaska has it as their goal music so does Mount what Sweet Caroline or Gloria yes. Gaynor no Sweet Caroline Mountfield do they have Sweet Caroline as their goal music they yeah they do because I sent you a video when I was there yes you did my apologies it's fine if it's any consolation Vegas play it about three times a game I bet they play it in a better context than just. Well, they have it on the they have it on the screen. They change "Sweet Caroline" to "Sweet Golden Nights." They put like a karaoke style bouncy thing on top, and they put the camera around people singing "Sweet Golden Nights." It is a bit more. It is a lot more put together than just putting it on when your team's just scored a goal and you need some power. Did they shout "Come on, Sheffield!" or "Come on, Las Vegas!" in their eyes? Uh, No. Much better. Tut tut. Um. But yeah, it's a lot of 
stuff to produce for fan engagement is difficult. And you are relying on old stuff. But the you know, keep it as relevant as possible. Don't just think, I like that person. He was good for me. I could do what I want material-wise. I'm going to put the photo on. I miss you. You may do miss him. Probably other people miss him. Certain players in the past will play for Sheffield or Manchester or Nottingham or Belfast or Cardiff or any hockey team. There'll be certain fans who will miss him for complete different reasons that we really shouldn't be talking about on this podcast. However, if you're going to miss a player, get the stats right as well. Always helps. I just yeah, think... I, will, I will say that that was one that was good. Was was one of one of six goals for for Josh McFadden. When actually what they'd obviously done is just gone in elite prospects and half arsed the way to find out that he'd scored six goals in league. But then if you look, I think he scored in cup. I imagine he would have. I think he scored seven. But it was pointed out on social media right away. It was pointed out on social media that he scored seven. And then all of a sudden the tweet was deleted. So I'm presuming he scored seven. That, To be fair, that is more of a presumption than anything else but it's just I yeah let's just uh, put five minutes get, type it out do what you want make sure it's relevant make sure it, it'll get good engagement not just what on earth are we doing because yeah, the thing is if bad social media is can be quite destructive to a club the amount of negative um, response over the last seven days and you know when you've got other clubs that are just howling at the at the embarrassment level that it has produced, it's you have to work hard. You may be working hard in every area of the club, then make sure you have someone who's good at social media who can work as hard as you in every other area. This is this is the thing, and I've seen a lot of arguments for this of people saying whoever is doing it is doing it for free. We presume. Now, for a start, I'm pretty sure that whoever's doing it is probably on the company's payroll, but it may not be within their pay. But it's still, you know, that, but even if even if said person is doing it for free, I saw it as arguments. Obviously, there were a lot of people saying, why did we let Alex Briggs go and then let Twitter just absolutely plummet? And people were saying, well, Alex Briggs, Alex Briggs was being paid. Whoever's doing it now is doing it for free. Even if that is the case, there is a visible difference in Massive. social media presence. And I'm not saying that it was perfect with Alex, but it was pretty good. It was, pretty it was damn it, good. It was the, the here and now, the, 19, the 2019, 2020 year. It was, it was clean. It was professional. It was structured. You know, yeah, it was modern. Exactly. It was, mod- it was modern. That's that's the that's the difference. And whether he, you can he, argue until you're blue in the face that whoever's doing it now isn't doing it as a paid social media person, that's fine. Argue for the sake of that 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 person isn't doing it and doesn't have any experience as a social media person, that's fine. But we are a pro- like the club is a professional club, and then as you say, he's tweeting things like, I mean, why a picture of the most random player? Josh McFadden, half the fan base wanted to see the back end of him by the end of the season. He scores six goals in a season, when, which even as a deep man. When by the end of October? Well, yeah, yeah. He scored six, six or seven goals, whatever we, whatever the, the end total was. That's a poor amount, even for a D man nowadays. I, I saw the perfect comment for that. To be fair, 
which basically said, what's the next one going to be? 10 seconds of fame starring Sylvester Selekis. And I just, that made me howl. I thought that was brilliant. But I, I, it was just like, why are we bringing up? Yeah. Um, but I even thought it was pointless. I mean, today we tweeted something about Steve Gertson and Drew Fatter in that moment. There's trying to stay relevant. And then there's a half-assed attempt at staying relevant by basically just tweeting pictures of a memorable moment and going, were you there? That isn't, that's not staying relevant. That's not having social media presence. That's just going, oh, look what happened five years ago. It just, it just it winds me up. And then today was the, the cherry on top, and I sent this to you guys on the chat. The cherry on top for me was a picture of said person who was doing the social media with a load of Panthers fans like pretending to strangle him, and it, the tagline on the sh- on the Steelers Twitter was "Don't lie, you've all you've all wanted to do it at some point." Why is that something to go out on our club social media? Why, as a club, have we just tweeted to say that one of the main faces of our PR is somebody that everybody wants to strangle? It just seems to be this single effort to make social media all about one specific person. It's all their favourite players and all about... I, I don't know, it really wound me up. I'm sure I see that every year around this time. That same photo by the club. It really is that on the social years. media or is that just when you close your eyes and just go to sleep? Bit of both, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's... It just really winds me up. The spelling, the spelling mistakes I can take to an extent because the spelling mistakes... I believe said person is dyslexic. I believe that's not. You've also got the t- the um, the problem of phones and autocorrect, where it'll change words. We are, and, and we've all done it where you've you've either messaged each other or we've messaged in the chat where we've we've said whatever we want, but the phones change it to something completely different. Um, are you ducks, too drunk? Ducks are mainly used. I don't know why. Um, but it's so that I don't. I'm, I'm with you. I don't have a problem with. Well, that, well, that's the thing, and and I mean, I, I can, we can say until we're blue in the face, proofread, and stuff like that. Now, the difference is from any anything that we've ever done is that it is a professional hockey team. Like the the levels of expectation are higher than that that any of any account that we've ever taken control of. But Dave, I, I'm I'm saying you specifically because of all stars and things like that. And we both do the night social media. And uh, Andy, you do that as well. Do you know, we've all got access to this account. Uh, do you know the amount of times where I've put a tweet out on the Knights account or the MFZ account and then realised that I've done it and taken it off and had to put it on my own account? It's easy to do. So oh, easy yeah. to do. Oh, we, we had, um, uh, we had with the All-Stars, when you have the same logo for two or three different... So if X person has access to different accounts and you have the same logo on two or three, yeah. it's easy to do. I've I've done it myself. So that happened, you know, it, it happened a lot around the time of um, when everybody had the Scarlet's Army thing as their yeah. profile picture because the All Stars had it, and we then had like it, everybody everybody had it, had it yeah. for a period of time. So I understand it. Um, I know we you get the random message between us. It's like, are you sure that we're meant to you retweet this? Why are we tweet? Uh, uh, okay, so that happens. Most of the time, I will say, whenever it's been me, I have realised before, just as you guys message, but it's just like, it's, you know, it happens if you have access to multiple accounts. But the thing with Twitter is, as well, on a mobile, it doesn't. When you're actually typing the tweet out, 
it doesn't tell you who you're tweeting it as. No, you've you've got to really dig a bit deep or stuff. Yeah. The amount of times that. where I typed a tweet out and then had to like select all, copy it, and then cancel the tweet and then restart the tweet when I realise I'm on the right account. It just... It's not a pick at things like that. I mean, there is an argument that it's a professional team and there's a higher standard of need to be more careful with that. Particularly when liking content of certain influences in certain categories, but we'll ignore that. But it's things like... It's wound me up for a while. Is The other thing is spelling on um, articles and things like that really winds me up and, and I have no issues with not being able to spell things no issues with being dyslexic and, and missing certain spelling mistakes all it takes is one of two things the first one is getting somebody to proofread and I have a significant feeling that the reason that that isn't done is because it's a bit of an I know something you don't know and having somebody proofread it would mean somebody else would know that before it goes out to everybody else but the other thing is Copy and paste it into a Word document. Just do a spell. T- and then the only thing that you need to actively check, if you yourself copy and paste it into a Word doc, every word is then going to be spell checked. The only thing you then need to actively think, I need to double check this, is the names of any like weird, maybe maybe like you've played Esberge and you've got that in the article somewhere and that's not going to be spell checked, possibly. You know, or you've just signed... Some, uh, Tronchinsky, and you've typed Tronchinsky in and it's come up and you know auto-corrected it so if you know at least that that's the only bit you've got to check then surely that means we've got a bit more of a care but it, it just seems like it's a half arse oh I bashed together an article to send done straight away Just it's a professional club and the, they've moved forward leaps and bounds in so many other areas and then there's that. And I suspect the thing with Alex Briggs was was prompted by the impending lockdown and the impending financial restrictions that were going to be a consequence of that. You know, I suspect it was a case of we need to cut people that are costing us money because soon we're not going to get as much income as we expect. And I suspect that was a, a big motive behind the decision. Because to be fair, we've all said the social media... Um, I didn't even. I, I apologise. I didn't do that on purpose. But we've all said that the social media was significantly and markedly better when it was Alex Briggs. So that's the only reason I can think. But it's just plummeted back to the early two thousands. It's it's a stone ages again. It is. It is. And that, as I say, that picture that I talked about, then it just summed it up. I just thought, why are we tweeting a picture from the official account? That's just something I, I can from your own account, but you've got to realise when you do things like that, it's not just an extension of your own account. It doesn't matter if people know who's running it. Just on a sort of Steelers perspective, because it, it, it obviously it's the only one that I pay attention to, to the most, but um, it, it's just been so many posts recycled, like. Uh, the one that went around recently for a few weeks was what you think to this past player, what you think to this past player, what you think to this past player. It's just, it, it's a lack of, of imagination. And um, one club, I will say, has done really well in their social media through this lockdown is Cardiff. Because I think I saw last week that they, they did like a word search sort of thing. 
yeah. sort of graphic and I, I thought that was great because it, it gives fans some sort of entertainment just takes families out of the day to do some a bit you know just just like productive and 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 um fun and i think you know there's a lot of clubs that are lacking that they've got the resources to do that i mean sheffield's the one definitely have they're just not using it uh to the extent that they should be doing and within you know like like i said joe with uh posting about ferguson and his six or seven goals it's like well why why him i mean he, he was probably one not well he was not one of our, our best players uh i know that he had a a season or two off, but even still, for a player that played for San Antonio Rampage in the AHL, and the points that I put up there, and you know, you just think, well, he's been at that player, he's he's played at that level, and he was nowhere near that. And mm. so, why would you post about him and not someone more, you know, who's, who's played more seasons for the club, who's who's done better? You know, it it just makes more sense. I mean, the amount of recycled posts. I'm sure Greta Thunberg would be paying us because we recycled that much. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous. So I, I think there needs to be a bit more production there. And Maybe you, you, you hit the nail on the head, though, because the thing is, you've just said, like, Josh McFadden, AHL player. I had nothing against him. I thought he did a decent no, no. job yeah. for the Steelers, but not a standout player. No. Skip back, because the thing is, he played... 2018-19. And, and what it appears to me now is it, it's like... The, what I want is the middle ground from what we seem to gravitate to. What we seem to gravitate to. And it, it, this and tell me if, I'm, if, if this is just because I didn't watch at the older time. But what it appears to gravitate to is, oh, the good old days of the 90s. And, oh, look at this player, look at this player. And then fast forward to trying to appeal to the new fans when actually what would help us keep more relevant, what would have more content even if, even if, even sharing a picture of I don't know Sean Limpwright fighting Pat Gallivan oh remember this game, 9-3 win against Panthers on Boxing Day it's, it's a bit further away so it's maybe one that certain people may have forgotten about it may be one that people don't know about, the people that you know that are new, newer to the sport or that have been watching over the last year or two. Like you're highlighting one of six goals scored by Josh McFadden. You've got people in the back, you know, people that have played for us in the past, Joey Talbot, Jeff Leguie, just you know, to name a couple. Yeah, Tyler Michelle had a cracking season for us. Ferguson, Maxime Lacroix. You've got all these names, even within the last 10, 15 years, that you're not mentioning. And all it seems to be is we gravitate towards, oh, we need to do something for the fans that have been watching for one or two years. And then all of a sudden, oh, look, I remember back to the 90s. And it's just like, it's just, it's just one dimensional. There's just, there's, there's no actual content. Why is a social media post that's not content when you're just posting a picture of a player lifting a cup going, were you there? That, that isn't content. Sorry, but that isn't content. You watch the NHL, and the NHL is, I appreciate, is leaps and bounds above. The NHL have got, like, they had, um, they put one thing on the other day where they, they tweeted and they put out on Facebook and they said Stanley Cup champions only. And they literally had the three goalies that have won the last four Stanley Cups in a Zoom chat with somebody high up in the media section at the NHL. And literally, it was just them talking. 
what are you doing to keep fit? And, and, and do you know what? I found it fascinating because they were asking things like, you're a goalie. In terms of outfield players, they can go on a run. Do you know, it, it, for them, it's a lot of fitness. For a goalie, you've got other things that you need to keep active on. What are you doing in terms of your training re- regime? They had Matt Murray, they had Braden Holtby, and they had Jordan Bennington all in one chat. Brilliant. Why is, this, why is the Steelers, have we not thought, in particular, and I apologise, this is honing in on one club now, but why have we not thought, like, you know, all the way through the season, brilliant content over Instagram, Twitter, with Valorant, DeLuca, Eberlake. Get them all in the Zoom chat. Record it. Put it out as some content. It's easy. All three players, I'm sure, would be up for it because they all had, they all seem to have a laugh on the rink. And actually, I'm pretty sure that all three would potentially would would be on the cards for a re-signing. Why not do that instead of posting a picture of a cup that we won five years ago? Going, were you there? It annoys me. Definitely makes more sense. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean. Um... I think it's also somewhat similar in, in, in terms of Zoom chats with uh, Boston. Uh, where they had Tim yes. Thomas, they had Sean Thornton. They had uh, the Marshall. whole Stanley Cup winning team yeah. of 2011. They had the whole team on, on a Zoom chat and they watched the game uh, live whilst on it and they recorded that. And I, I'm just, people seeing my head down, I've just seen a few tweets and, and, and one of the people, one of the persons who's mentioned uh, or we've kind of alerted to is say, saying, you know, if you've got ideas, um, you know, we're working hard to, to produce stuff. And Joe's just come with, with one idea. Uh, and just look around, open your eyes and look at what is being done. Say, I tell you what, if you could get that 9 playoff team that beat Nottingham, get them on the Zoom chat and play that game. You know, and, and just see what the reaction. That would be amazing. And I tell you now, a lot of old fans, a lot of new fans, would A, watch it, but also understand the club's history and culture. Just open eyes. Yeah, and you could also have, have, have a, like a quiz between two players, two players each week. They have like a quiz or something on Zoom. Even do it as them hosting a quiz. Hmm? How difficult would it be? Because I'm, I'm sh- we'll come to another point that's annoyed me, and it's not actually on social media, but I'll. But I'm sure that teams will at least have irons in the fire for who they're resigning, even if that's the Brits. Or players that are happy to do something for their club last season when they don't know what they're doing the next season. How difficult is it to draft 15 questions, 20 questions, send them over to a player and say, can you do us a Zoom call or a video of you asking these questions and then giving the answers and we'll tweet them out in two different parts and every Saturday at 7 o'clock when there should be a game, we'll have a little quiz. And a player hosts it. And literally, it'll take five minutes for a player to read through some questions, read through the answers, done. It's, it'd be dead easy. And then that would be content. I mean, that they could even do content. that like a, a signing. Yeah. Signing video. That'd be good, actually, because your last one could be who's just re-signed for the 2020-21 for the season. And they could go like, okay. me. Yeah. The thing is, and, and Dave, you just said that, like, said person is now saying, we're trying hard if you've got any suggestions type thing. The, the problem is, I feel like, and this is me personally, but I feel like 
we've developed to the point where certain aspects of the club now are asking for a suggestion, but then don't listen to the suggestion. It, it, it's like saying, oh, we're trying, but we need suggestions. And then all of a sudden there's not, you know, it's like, oh, we'll, we'll suggest this, but it's not going to be done because it's not coming from the right source. And it's, it's the same thing as you could have a Facebook page full of every single fan that sits in that building. You could have every single fan say, we want to get rid of Sweet Caroline. It still wouldn't be done. Guarantee. Or we want to get rid of Baby Shark. Wouldn't be done. Fortunately. And, that's, and that, I think that's the other issue. We've got ourselves to that point where people won't put forward suggestions because actual legitimate suggestions that have some foundation and have some promise won't be actually taken on board. Can't argue with that. Can't argue whatsoever. But I think that, I, I think that attitude does happen at other clubs. Hmm. And yeah, get, apologies, I, that's I, not me just saying it's one. And I, I get that you've kind of, kind of got to have that, I like this idea, let's run with it. Again, we've mentioned it and the stuff that we will trial All-Stars as, you know, okay, we like it, let's go with it. But A, Pro Hockey Club has a wider range, a wider resource. And, you know, if you don't like it, but that actually engage your fans, but, you know, Suck it up and, and do it. You know, let's say the Zoom things. They, I mean, in fairness, so let's just give them some praise. The all-time teams that they've done. Good production. Yeah. Disagree with some of the choices, but good production, well put out, good content, worked with different sources, superb. Yeah, it, was, it, it, was, it was engaging. It was relevant. It got people talking. It got people talking about the club. And, and other teams have done it. I know the Panthers have done it recently. Chris Ellis hosted one um, with a few uh, old announcers and, and press people. It gets, it keeps people talking about the club. Just also, one other thing to throw into it uh, of that kind of thing, because I know that at, at this point it was it's a Steelers one, but it's at a point when Alex Briggs was doing the social media, but I, I don't attribute it to Alex Briggs, was the Steelers podcast. That was good. Enjoyed that a lot. I, I've listened to most episodes, if not every episode that they did. It was a good addition. And and the reason I say I don't attribute it to Alex Briggs was because he was often off doing bits and bobs for social media and it was very much hosted by Simsy. So I don't feel like... Apologies, I've got hiccups. I don't feel like it was attributed to Alex Briggs. And that was a great addition. Yeah. You know, why not do that now? It wouldn't be that difficult to get Jonathan Fernley on, on one and, and get somebody else. Seth Bennett was, was a good addition. You know, Manchester could, in fact, Manchester be doing some, we, we normally mock him, uh, Manchester TV would be doing some interviews with Finna, uh, with a few other ex-Storm personnel. But it's that type it's that type of material that's engaging, that people want to hear. They, they want the hockey fix, so they want to listen to it. Uh, and these clubs are doing it. Yeah. So do more. Look at what the top leagues are doing. Because there's a reason why they do it. In every sport, why, why do clubs lower down the food chain look at the top teams? Because more often than not, that's where original ideas come from. Some do come down from below and work their way up. But more often than not, stuff that's started at the top filters down. And I think across the board in the Elite League, we are 
a bit short-minded. We, 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 we don't want to risk it um, and, and do something that we think that's a bit out of our comfort zone. No, we know how to do this. Let's stick to it. No. As I've mentioned, it's it's tough and difficult without games to be keeping fresh engagement. So it needs the people, and they've done it before. You know, it's not the it's not like this this last few weeks have been the last first time they've been doing the social media. It's not, you know, it's not their first rodeo. Mm-hmm. They have to work together as a club, not just as a person. Work as a club. Right. This is how we're going to do it. Do you know what? Like you said, let's get a few players on a Zoom call. You know, how many people would be like, oh, you know, do it. You know, 8 p.m. We'll have an interview with, let's say, Valorant and Eberle. Or Manchester could have one with Gene uh, and Orlin and... His brother-in-law. Oh, Ulmer. That's Ulmer. one. I was trying to think of a GB player. Um, Earhart, that's it. Dallas. You know, <laughs> Dallas, that's the one. You know, you could have that. Belfast have, have got something similar on the go. Um, I know Glasgow have done it, you know, just these little things where people will listen to it without a problem. It just, I think we, we fall into a trap of we do what we're comfortable with. And now more than ever, as difficult as it will be, you have to reach out. You've got to push the boundary, you know, not reinvent the wheel, but just the stuff that you're not used to doing that could keep your fans engaging because when it comes to doing the raffles yes Sheffield were the first one to do it and they are you know they sell the tickets and they do well but there'll come a point where the sales will be slow if you keep the fresh stuff you keep re-energising that fan base them sales will be as quick and the pound shilling pence that every club needs will keep on coming in and that's the important attribute if your social media is good and we go, oh, by the way, there's a raffle for a game one shirt. Bang, tickets will, tickets will sell. No problem. And that's not a bad thing. Profit's not a dirty word. But you've got to work at areas where you may not be, may not be your bread and butter. And I think sometimes clubs across the Elite League fall into that trap. Do you know what the other thing is as well? I mean, you mentioned that. You mentioned it being quite high risk at times or not wanting to take that step forward. Chef, uh, apologies because I appreciate a lot of this is honed in at Sheffield, and, and I'm not slating it as much as I, it sounds like. It's just a certain things that have, have caused a bit of irritation. But they're in a very unique position in that there are a lot of fan bases and a lot of people that hate the Steelers because they're the Steelers, and that's not going to change. The Steelers also have a fan base that have a significant proportion of fans that will love the Steelers because they're the Steelers and that's not going to change. So if anything, they're in the lowest risk category of having any backlash from putting out a tweet or putting out some content that falls on its arse. They're not exactly going to get to the point where a hundred fans are going to watch a video on Facebook and go, that was rubbish. I'm not going to another game. Not that anybody, not not that any fan base is that fickle. I'm not, I'm not saying that that was an exaggerated example, but you know, they're not in a, in a point where we're going to put out a video and then a thousand people are going to come back and go, well, that was rubbish. It might be that, but then 6,000 people will then come back and say, oh, that was brilliant. I loved it. It, it. It's just one of those situations where you just think there's not even that much risk to take that step forward. It's just not being taken. Yeah, I think that's... And, and, and is you know touched on it, you know, it's just you can do what you do 
it's, it's a phrase that I've used in other business interests. Man, if you do what you do, you get what you get. And if you do the same thing all the time, you'll get the same thing all the time. But if you're wanting more, you, you're requiring more. You want to push for more. Then sometimes you've got to, you know, push the boat out. Be different. Be who you're not. Because at the end of the day, it's not about any sports club, whoever runs that social media, it's not about that person and what they believe and what their attitudes are. It's about a professional sports club in the 21st century. And you've, you know, if you keep doing what you've done for X amount of years, you're not just showing what your beliefs are and everyone's entitled to their own beliefs, but you're also limiting the beliefs, the perception of the beliefs. And that's the key thing is the perception of the beliefs of that hockey club or that rugby club or that cricket club, whatever sport we're on about, it's the same principle in every sport. So it's, it's just, I think, I mean, I think we've covered it and gone round circles on a few ideas, but clean state and all that jazz, but let's, let's see better. Let's do better. Let's give that, let's give fans of the game better. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing for it. Let's give the, let's give the punters who we want the money from, let's give them better. That's the key thing. Everybody's sat at home right now. Even do something like Nottingham did it, Coventry have done it, of, of a design your own jersey and then we'll wear them on a one-off game. Why not say the first game against Manchester, the Steelers will wear a one-off jersey or the first game against Coventry, Cardiff will wear a one-off jersey and just turn around to their fans and say, right, design is a jersey. The person who designs the best jersey that gets the most fan votes will be designed on that night. Auction the jerseys off, it's then some income for the club. Raffle off. And what you're actually doing is giving the fans that are sat there, maybe not everybody, because maybe not everybody has that that design, you know, maybe not everybody, not everybody's that creative to design, design their own jersey. But if you're putting that option out there, you're giving more fans who are sat at home thinking, you know, I'm not doing anything. I'm stuck in the house. I can't leave. So a crack at designing a jersey. And then when those designs go in, you're then putting them out at certain times. Vote for the best jersey out of these. It's giving fans something to do. Whereas right now, all it is is... Do you remember this? Do you remember that? It's just it's night and day. And I think that's what it needs to be. The, the, the social media, now more than ever, needs to be more interactive. It needs to give fans that stimulation that they're not getting from leaving the house. Say, I think we've done that, and um, CHL are doing that as well. CHL finished theirs. CHL yeah. finished theirs, yeah. Um, and there's, there's, there's a guy from Cardiff who sent a load over, and I'm like, "Oh, they're nice shirt designs." And I'm, I'm pretty confident we've got people. We've got one on this podcast here who's, who, you know, who's an absolute A grade designer and does amazing stuff. And we've probably got many people. I'm glad you say not, that, Dave. But I let Andy do it not, instead. Not as, so. not as not as good as Andy, you know. You know, and it's Premier League, you're, you're not even National League, mate. Um, I'm not in a league. Exactly. Um, but, you know, we've got people in Sheffield, in South Yorkshire, or wherever the support, who could do this. It's, it's, for me, it's don't shortchange the people that, when it comes to the crunch, we want their change, when it comes to the raffles. And I feel that we're shortchanging. It may be difficult. So this is where, you know, overtime game seven, everyone needs a hero. Be that hero. Awful, like al- awful I, I, analogy, but it's the principle of step up. 
I feel like that's a good t- a good place to kind of leave this on, gents. Of that of the the of the everybody needs a hero, be that hero. I, I like that. That's a good tagline to finish. I, I, on a serious note, I mean, we're, we're obviously at the end of the agenda. Does anybody have anything else to add on this? Because I feel like we're at risk of going round in circles. What we're essentially going to end up being is a pool of ideas of what teams could do, and I feel like that's kind of what we need to avoid swerving towards. I, I, I think. I think the next one we do, and I, you know, I don't know what you guys think. We throw it out, and we have let's have ideas. What ideas do you think we should do? What ideas would you say you have now? And let's go through. You know, let's all pick. We let's get the ideas in, and we all pick two of them, and we say, you know, that's a good, that's bad. And some, you know, to kind of change. And avoid doing and going down the rabbit hole that we could do with this. Um, but I think that'd be a good one for, for a future episode. We throw it out on social media as well and let people give their suggestions as well as us. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. I think you've just given us an agenda for the next podcast, mate. I may I just have, yep. Does anybody have anything else to add on, on the current agenda that we've got? Are we good to kind of wrap up this episode and, and kind of lead on to the next episode, essentially? <laughs> Yeah. I think that's probably oh, best. Perfect. So, um, luckily, the internet stayed and everything seems to have gone a lot better than last time. So, thank you to anybody that's still listening. This will also be put out on social media. Um, I might even see if we can get the video put on social media as well, just because people will have missed out on that if they don't watch it live. Um, but we'll see. Um, but thank you to everybody that's listened. Um, we appreciate it. We kind of went off on, a, on one towards the end of that. Um, we don't know when we'll do the next podcast. Uh, I, I'll say that now, straight away. Um, obviously, there's not a great deal of hockey content that's been generated at the moment. We want to keep things fresh and not just us reiterating certain things and, and running the same thing. So we don't know when it's going to be next. Um, it may not be next week, uh, but I'm liking. I don't know what you guys think. I'm liking this live podcast thing. I'm. You know, it seems to. No, it's good. I mean, you know, we've, we've kept the tradition of two hour plus. Uh, casts um, not yeah. starting on time not, start, not yeah. starting on time yeah it's, it's, next time try and keep track of where the paper is Dave <sighs> who needs that you know we worked it out <laughs> I'll buy a pen minutes. I've actually got a pen on me now so uh, um, but no I think it's good I, I did have a couple of people message saying they actually really enjoyed it it was a different format and instead of just hearing the voice I actually saw the, the personalities you know who the thought us for have actual personalities so they appreciated it so I, I'm liking it it's, it's fun so if you guys are happy then we'll we'll do it as another live podcast next time round it might not be next week we'll we'll obviously publicise I'll also try and give more than a day's notice apologies for that um, but yeah we'll we'll, we'll publicise when we're next doing one obviously thank you very much for everybody listening uh, but for now Dave thank you very much sir thank you very much thank you to to Gref and Andy um, to all who've listened and contributed um, whoever you are with some usernames where I won't mind finding out, just to have a beer with some uh, interesting characters. But uh, no, thank you for um, for this. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, Beats being sulking about not being at the airport tomorrow, but uh, all's well, ends well. It's true. It's true. Andy, thank you very much, sir. Again, thank you very much. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Gref. Thanks for everyone listening. Uh, I think by the time we do another one, um, I. It'll be slightly longer. Uh, look a bit tatty, but we all need to get some fake beards to really no, no, no. Like, in, in, in fairness, the aging process. In, in fairness, Andy, I think, and this is not being disrespectful for, for yourself. It's a good effort, mate. Thank you. It's good work. A lot of um, well, 
I say shaving, but uh, I'd get the uh, a trimmer trimmer out again, so I'm about to do it the same. And moving week. swiftly on from what. But yeah, uh, thanks everyone. Um, keep staying safe, and hopefully we'll ease out of this lockdown soon. Exactly that, yeah. And Ref, maybe next time we podcast, you might have grown some tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not going to happen. No, we yeah, know give that. it a year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe longer. <laughs> maybe longer. Maybe next time Manchester and Buffalo both make the playoffs at the same time, Gref will have a full set of teeth. Same for other teams things. are available. <laughs> um, no, Gref, thank you very much, pal. Nowhere near in here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, thanks to Joe, to Dave. No thanks to Stafford for that comment then. Hey. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. No, but thanks anyway, Staff. And to anyone that's watched us or listen, uh, listening to this right now, you guys, as always, the real MVPs. That's very true, yeah. Um, again, thanks to all you guys. Thank you to everybody listening. Um, I was going to say something, I can't remember what it was. So, hey-ho. Um, but yeah, everybody stay safe. I think that's the key thing that we need to keep on. That's what I was going to do. I was going pr- to plug the social media. So we are uh, at MFZ Podcast on on Twitter. I forget our social media now. Uh, we are My Fancy Zamboni Podcast on Facebook. And I can't remember whether we're my fancy Zamboni or MFZ podcast on Instagram. Uh, but MFZ, we are in MFZ, podcast. MFZ, podcast. Yeah, MFZ podcast on Instagram as well. Yeah. So feel free to drop us any questions. Let us know what you thought to this podcast, uh, whether you're listening to it live or you're listening to it on the recording. Um, and as Andy said, the, the key thing at this, this point in time as well is stay safe. And, um, you know, we'll be doing another podcast soon. So we'll see you soon. Thanks. <laughs>